I'd like to start off this show by saying we're all here and sober as a judge. So this uh, this episode will be a little bit more low key. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, secondly, uh, I, I want to say that the response to last week's show was great. It always is whenever we have one that's completely off the rails. This the thing about those, you can't do them all the time. No, you got to do them every once in a while, yeah. and then it spices it up a little bit, and then you bring it back down a little bit. A um, lot of people wrote in about the Marvel conversation, um, and uh, I, a lot of I got to admit. A lot of people uh, seeing my side of it. Mm. Um, in, to, in short, to the cliff notes, I was saying how Marvel has an exceptional reputation based on a lot of good content. Yeah. Not an exceptional reputation based on exceptional no, content. No, but like, yeah. So, I, I think um, quantity... Has something to do with it, yeah. So, but and consistency mainly, but but it also trans it transitioned mm. is the word I'm looking for into a conversation about how a lot of it as of late has been definitely more in the mid yes category category. Um, but we got a lot of good and one of the most interesting things that I got in about it that I want to bring up is somebody ranked uh, they hit me up with a top ten and obviously we can, we're not prepared for this, but it was an interesting top ten list. It was a mm. top ten Disney Plus shows. And I was like, are there only, huh. there are only 10? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was, I guess it was about putting them in order. Okay. And I don't even know if there was 10, to be honest, because yeah. he has some blank spaces in his, if memory serves. But let me just ask you, what do you guys think has been the best thing and the worst thing offered through Disney Plus? Um, Book of Boba is the worst. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I couldn't bother to watch it. <clears throat> that's, I agree. That's the worst. As a whole, it's the Book worst. of Boba is the worst. Uh, I mean, I, Insane is the worst. I, I mean, I I enjoyed it just because of Star Wars. I mean, one of them's got to be the worst. I, I'm easy, so it's okay if the, if, if, the be- if and every, I guess you went the best on the back end of that. Yeah, hmm. maybe Falcon Winter Soldier for me. I think mm-hmm. That's the one that pops up in my head because that, that, that I think that, that's, that, that did a lot for me. It's one of the more well structured ones. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of fluff. It seems yeah. like. Uh, there are definitely parts I didn't care about, and it, but there are a lot of parts I do care about. But even the parts I didn't care about, I understand how they're important to the yes. story they're trying I, to tell. I think you know it's it's hard to, in my mind, it's hard to categorize all that stuff the same because, in my mind, um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is is close to the top for me as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's very grounded in reality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you've got Wandavision. Mm-hmm. And you've got the Loki show, mm-hmm. which like are complete Loki, fantasy off the rails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I I enjoy the fantasy stuff. I enjoy the realism of, of, of some of it as well. I'm probably going to say the Winter Soldier and Falcon as well. For, for me, me. It's, for me, it's Clone Wars, the season finale. Of Clone yeah. Wars. Oh, I didn't even think about that as a Disney Plus show. That, yeah, that's that's my favorite so far. Okay, so I was just thinking about the live action stuff. So, like, I might have to. Put Clone Wars up there instead. That was that last arc in particular. Not was, the anime, Joe. Uh, but no, not the. Anime. <laughs> there are only like a few episodes that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, was masterfully done. That last arc, that yeah. Siege of Mandalore arc. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting conversation. I, I thought it was interesting that my Star Wars are bookends to the best and worst. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> you know, that's, um, that's kind of makes sense with your life. Right now. <clears throat> and uh, and I think most of the Marvel stuff, it, uh, to be honest, it ends up somewhere in the middle, and then to most of the Star Wars stuff ends up somewhere on the on the back end. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else, Christopher, that you wanted to uh, mention today? The- so, so, Bobby, I have two questions for yes, you. Yes, yes, let's get to it. How the fuck did you get the talented Mr. Ripley's suit? Yes. <laughs> and who the fuck let you on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. I... Uh, 
Chucky O, who has been on this show, he got married. Chucky um, O got married. He got yeah, married. I'm talking about it. And he invited me, but then just in what? Well, so this is kind of interesting. I'll just talk about Chucky O's wedding right now. Sure. He hit me up and asked me to be a groomsman. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Respons- Free um, responsibility is never good. Yeah. I want to say this. I didn't expect it. It kind of took me back. I was touched in a way, but I was also surprised. Um, so I'm going to skip ahead a bit. L- later on that evening, um, it was the most disorganized wedding I've ever been a part so of. Right up your alley. Would you have any other way? <laughs> so, no, no, so, no, I need to know. Like, I'll be there. What time? I got to pick up my suit this time. Oh, I got to like, your fun like, schedule. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, my fun schedule. Um, so, um, anyway. I ended up with him and, and his wife and just Laura and I at the end of the night. They were going to, like, he, he had a family member there that was feeling ill, and they were going to go back and just take care of them. And oh, I was geez. like, no, we're not doing that. Mm. There's other people around. They could take care of This is your fucking wedding night. We're hitting the town. Let's go out. Mm. You know? And then, so I got them out of the fucking shit into the streets. To the block? Well, no, because we were in Annapolis. <laughs> oh, so okay. the to, to the block. It's just a very different block. <laughs> um I like the, the downtown there's yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Nice little vibe in Baltimore. Little yeah. Main Street America vibe. Yeah. Um so we went went and had a couple of drinks here and there, had some pizza. Um but I, I ended up uh asking him, I just had to. I was like, Hey man, don't, I don't take this any kind of way. I'm happy to be here, but why in the hell did you have me as a groomsman? You know? And he was like, Well, uh Tara, who's his wife, I really wanted you to be here. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird because I've met her twice and I've known you for like 10 years, but. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but okay. Um, and I said, oh, okay. I was like, so Tara wanted me to be a groomsman? And he was like, well, and we have a couple issues with some of the family members. And I thought maybe if any of them got out of line, who would step up and do or say something about it? It'd probably be Bobby. So it was really a pragmatic choice. <laughs> it sounds like wow. him. <laughs> Bobby's actually the bouncer there, the secret bouncer he didn't know. Uh, so that was interesting. Uh, my wife made fun of me because we went to. Uh, uh, this place called the level in Annapolis to eat afterwards, like the reception, mm-hmm. this cake, this wedding cake, I fell in love with it. Oh boy. I was like, this is delicious. And they're like, it comes from Costco. Yeah. Oh, and my, nice. And my wife's like, fucking figures. Cause she <laughs> says I have white trash taste. So, uh, <laughs> Costco's some good shit, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I've heard this from, from lots of people and I actually know someone who makes very expensive wedding cakes. Uh-huh. That shit's out of a fucking box, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all in the decoration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I'm trying to think. I have some uh, some notes about it. Um, one of the things was at the end of the night, I was starving. Mm. Um, I didn't eat a whole lot. I just had Caesar salad and a piece of cake because um, the rest of the food just it wasn't for me. It was a little fancy. I would have had more the, cake. Yeah. Well, I had two pieces. Oh. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I snuck the second piece. I'm not sure if I was allowed to have it or not. Um, <laughs> but it was too damn good. Um, I'm drunk. Uh, and I'm outside of this pizza shop. I ordered a large pepperoni pizza for Laura and I to go back to the hotel room and crush, right? And uh, I'm sitting outside with Chucky O, his wife now, congratulations, and Laura. And this guy walks up and says, he starts rapping. Oh, um, you have a mixtape too? So what's interesting is a, uh, a young white fella, and and not that race matters, Joe, but for the sake of the story. Um, and he says this line, I, I used to give a fuck, now I give a fuck less. And he started going in, and I knew that line, mm-hmm. and I zeroed in on it. And I was trying to figure out what it was from. And later on, it dawned on me, it's from the song Success by Jay-Z and Nas off of um, the American 
dream or American gangster. American gangster, yeah. yeah. I, I I knew it's it rang familiar to me, but it But he said I guess I stopped listening after that part. My mind was trying to figure out what it actually was. He said it was an Eminem uh lyric and he said, you know, the the greatest rapper of all time. And I was like, he's not the greatest rapper of all time. Like objectively. Uh I was I was like I was like Hove is the greatest rapper of all time. Now, doesn't matter, because that's the last interaction I have with this gentleman. Mm. There are somewhere in the ballpark of 8 to 15, 15 to 21-year-old black kids to my left, mm-hmm. all hanging out. Are you still wearing a talented Mr. Ripley suit at this point? I'm still wearing the talented Mr. Ripley suit at this okay. point, uh, with a pair of uh, of ups. So I've, I've got white on white uh, Air Force Ones on because because we, because we were on a boat and we had to wear something with white soles. So. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> so uh, I turned to them because I saw them looking at me. Yeah, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "He said Eminem's the greatest rapper of all time, and he's clearly wrong." And they said, "Well, who is?" And I said, "Hove." And they said, "Who?" And I said, "Hove." And it, who? And I was like, Jay-Z. And they're like, oh, I don't know. So I walk over to them. Oh, boy. Now I want to get in this conversation. I don't oh. know I don't know anybody there. So, Are you still um, holding a pizza at this point? No, I'm waiting for my pizza. Okay, wait I'm waiting for my pizza. So they were like, uh, they were like, uh, they were like, he's not the greatest rapper. Like, like name one of his raps. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I go into the drunk but there mental Rolodex and I start rattling off Jay-Z verses from top to bottom and their cell phones start coming out and recording me, right? So I'm like, oh boy, here comes the 40-year-old white guy dressed like what you, Mr. Pinochle. Tell Mr. Ripley. Ripley. <laughs> my Damon movie. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, I'm going to end up going viral. Um, and then, uh, and then they, they, uh, and then they kept trying to get me to do more verses. And I was like, I was like, no, I'm not doing more verses. I've done three verses now. I feel like you're trying to make a monkey out of me, which is fine, but I'm here for the conversation. If you guys want to talk, I'm here to talk. And then she was like, she was like, and then the, the one girl who was closest to me was like, uh, you got a big ass head. <laughs> and I was like, okay, here we go. And she was like, you got a big ass head and got nothing but sunglasses on it. So I started laughing because that shit was funny. And I'm all for that. Like, yeah. I, I like the jokes. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you got fucking Crocs on outside. And I like, I went in and I was like, because uh, she was talking about my suit. And I was like, my suit's for a wedding. Your Crocs are for choice. Like, I was like, you you, you have buy one, get one outlet shoes on, and you're talking about my suit. And, and then her friends start laughing at her, right? And then this other kid pulls up on a bike, a bicycle, and um, somebody, I hear one of the other kids say, ooh, you hear what he said? I was like, no, what did he say? But I'm here for it now. I'll take you all on. I'm on some Optimus Prime shit. Um, and, 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 and they were like, they were like, uh, he, I was like, like, say it, say it. They're trying to get him to say it louder. And I was like, he's not going to say it. Look at him. He's on a bike. Listen, I don't take insults from people who don't have a car insurance note. And, right. And like, you know what I mean? I'm going after these yes. kids. You know, and like some of them ended up like dap me up and get And like this one girl was like, um, he's like he might be right about the suit because his sneakers the super cleans which she <laughs> 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 you know, oh, so i ended up winning a few of them over and uh you know some of them weren't, weren't gonna do it regardless because it's just a 40 year old white guy arguing with him about who the best rapper alive is um 
But I, I, we walked up there, like, like Chuck, and like, they're like, why did you engage in that conversation? I'm like, because there's a fucking point to be made. And it doesn't matter what I look like, and it doesn't matter what they look like. The fucking point needs to, somebody needs to educate them. Somebody's missed the fucking, the, whoever their big bros are so has not been present. Did they mention who their best rapper is? So they said their top five, forgive me, um, I, I, this not necessarily in order, uh, Little Baby was in their top five. Um, I think it's Lil Baby. I'm sorry, you're right, Lil Baby. Uh, G Herbo was in their top five. Who I'm actually, I'm, actually, I'm a fan of both. Uh, J Cole was in their top five, which actually okay. I was surprised about because he's I a little bit clothing brand. He's a, yeah, that's Cole's. Um, or no, J, there is a J Crew. J Crew. J Crew. It's like buying J Crew at Cole's. Yes. Yeah. And when that happens, we're all in trouble. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to recall any of the other ones off the top of my head. Uh, but I mean, I, I liked everybody that they mentioned, and I, and I and I think that most of the people that they mentioned there was an argument for them to be the top five now yeah um but not of all time not of all time yeah they just don't have those sort of accolades if if any of them were to be in that conversation it would be it would be j cole and i still don't think he's quite earned it um but yeah so that was that was part of it i just want to make sure i don't i don't miss anything uh about the chuckio's wedding before we we move on uh so i have my notes in here arguing with kids um oh okay so um i like i can't put out a whole bunch of information about uh chuckio's situation but the girl who he is married is a lovely lovely girl um he doesn't deserve her <laughs> at all um because he's neurotic and she's sweet as fucking apple pie like she's just one of the most sweetest genuine people well, he needs something to balance him out <laughs> yeah he does um so but her family is very religious oh right very religious so i get to the wedding oh i arrive i walk up i see another guy in a gray suit who i've never met because there's no organization to this thing <laughs> so i see oh he's probably part of this shindig so i walk up and they're like uh hey are you the uh the guy that's going to because they don't know me because we've never met are you the guy that's going to marry them are you like the reverend and i was like hell no and i see them look over at me and i didn't know why they were looking at me weird and i was like I was like, and on top of that, I was like, the guy that's marrying him, I know that guy. He got his shit off some dot com website. It's not real. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Bobby, how'd them, uh, how, how'd them uptowns taste? Yeah. So then I was like, you know what I mean? I'm just going on about my day. And I just walk on down the thing and I um and then they're like, they're like, uh, oh, did you meet her parents? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, they're standing over there. And I was like, not over there with, with the other guy in the gray suit. And they're like, oh, that's exactly where they are. And I was like, oh fuck. Oh fuck! So I found Chucky O, and I went up to him and I was like, "Hey man, I think I may." He's like, "You did? I know. I know already. It's been smoothed over. We've already talked to them." Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he was like, "Try not to say too much more to anyone else." Um, you know, <laughs> jeez. Um, so I was. It's so his fault for inviting you, really, and not warning you ahead I mean, of time. He knew what he was so, getting. Right? Correct. So later on, actually, uh, when I got off, his wife Tara was like, "You've been really quiet today." Um, and I was, and I was like, well, and then, cause I didn't want to tell her what I did. So Laura was like, he's trying to be on his best behavior <laughs> was uh, what she said. But, um, but it made me feel a little bit better because the person who married them, uh, who you, you, you I don't think you've been here when he's been here, but you have, uh, he came as George Washington and, uh, mm, lady. Yep. 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 So, um, Shipley is this dude's name and, uh, he, 
he had to say he was like by the power invested in me by light of the church.com you like because like it's like part of like the legal requirements and to say where you got your thing to say from. where you got it from to, to say to, because it's part of the ceremony to say like what has given you the authority to to give the marriage and it, normally you could just leave it out but in the cell phone era where every all of that shit's going to get recorded and posted if it comes up he could have his certificate taken uh-huh. away. so um so he had to say it anyway. You know what I mean? So like oh, he had to God. say it anyway. I, in many ways, maybe I softened them up for yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that much of a surprise. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going He had to say it with a dot com, though? <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Really? He said they give you a specific thing of how to... Oh, wow. How, of how it's like promo, say. bro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Link is in the bio. <laughs> he had to say that at the end. <laughs> Link in bio. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, Joe, you got your coffee first. Chris, how was your nerve? Oh, man. I'm done building dioramas. Yeah. Yeah. For like a day or two. Not forever, but the orders we took up until like a month ago, they're all I got to do is be packed today and they're done. Nice. Congratulations. <sighs> it's been exhausting, but you know, very grateful at the same time, right? Can I also say that everybody wrote in last week after the episode and said, uh, hey, uh, if the if the offer for the flag stands yeah uh i'd like to get one please okay there's I mean, gonna be houses we, we can pick up trucks all over america flying oh, the nerve boy. rage flag <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i watched i watched a bunch of shit this week a lot of it sitting uh at my work desk with the tv while i was cleaning foam or whatnot right i watched a couple movies i know one one joe you would mention uh king of thieves yes i did not like it mm, it's too british for you I just, I just, I didn't think it was interesting. I don't know. I mm. just didn't think it, it was a very caper movie, and you'd know that by the music. It was very, it wasn't music. standard caper movie. Yeah, it had, it had twists, not, like not twists perhaps, but like it's just not standard. I'll tell you who I feel sorry for. It's that guy who played Daredevil because yeah, Daredevil. I cannot. Yes. I'm like, Daredevil. what the fuck are you looking at, dude? You're not because in my head, that's he's a black guy, yeah, right? and he's obviously not, but. I don't know. Um, I thought it did a good job. Yeah. It, it just didn't click with me. You know, and honestly, I was watching it while I was doing something, so I might have missed a key point. I watched another movie on Amazon uh, that wasn't great <laughs> on Amazon called Protégé. It's okay. got... Uh, oh, I saw... an older movie? I think it came out... It's come out during the pandemic. Oh, no. Uh, it's got... I about something else then. Um, Maggie Q in it and... Uh, uh, Michael Keaton and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Those are, those are three really random people to be in the same movie. It is. Who did the gripping of keys? <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't listed. It was. Okay. Uh, it was uh, that low. You didn't say to the crowd. Oh, dude, always the unsung heroes. It, it was kind of a. Rev- I don't know. It was. It wasn't great. It was, was one of those. <laughs> it was one of those. Dude, I feel like we're having a moment. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> it, it was not great. It was not great at all. Um, but it was one of those things. Like, well, I'm 45 minutes in. There's 30 minutes left. I'm just gonna finish watching it there's a couple twists in it but it's also like oh i didn't see that coming oh he's not dead surprise <laughs> watch free guy oh yeah the ryan reynolds npc movie. movie which reaffirms my belief that we're all living in yeah, npc for sure, for sure. <laughs> world um it it was cute it was it may uh charlie actually sat and watched it with us and he'll hardly ever watch a movie with us but he actually wanted to watch it and we watched it and it was it was entertaining ryan reynolds is is a. Uh, a very funny, funny man. He is. I like the best friend. Who's his best friend? Um, the the cop, the, the security yeah. guard. Yeah, the other security. That guy. guy was funny too. Yeah. Do you feel like he's always like the same type of funny though? Yep. Not to say that's a bad thing, but 
it's just like you know the exact kind of funny you're gonna get. I remember seeing Ryan Reynolds on a on a comedy called I think it was Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah um, that, that was like the first thing he did, and that same kind of dry almost. He takes a super beat, sarcastic. He takes a beat to listen, and then says, says something yeah. super sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Super, yeah, and then of course Van Wilder. Yeah, 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 yeah. He Great. was next files, was he? That was one episode. Oh, okay. Well, digging deep there. He played a four-armed opt- octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ozark, season four, part two. Watched all of it. Holy shit, that show is so fucking good. It's That's just the last it's one, right? done. Good ending? Four, uh, as good as you'd expect. Okay. You know, it just kind of stops. Mm-hmm. But it stops on a beat that you're like, yep, okay. It it really ta- uh, tidies up everything. There's some really heartbreaking... There's some characters that don't make it, obviously, in a mm. show like this. And some of them, you're some like... Some friends become enemies. Some enemies become you're friends. Just, you're just <laughs> standing there with your fingers crossed, hoping this person is going to make it to the end, and not everybody does. It's like Game of Thrones every week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty... I mean, it, that show is great. If you guys... Anybody who hasn't watched it, it's 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 a very tense show. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a huge Jason Bateman fan. Mm-hmm. I love him in, like... I, I guess I really just started enjoying his work in Arrested Development. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I've seen a lot of movies he's been in that aren't great over the years since then, but he's heavily involved in this show. I think he's the EP. I don't know who the key grip is for you. Okay, okay. But I, I will say, I will say, and I almost screenshot it. Uh, it was pretty cool. After you finish watching it, it says that, you know, it gives you the uh, suggestions and it's, I think it's called leaving Ozark or something. It's like a 30 minute kind of interviews with everybody. Yeah. And they actually interview a couple of the grips. No shit. And they're talking wow. about how big of a family situation, you know, what family I mean, it has to be. They got invited to the party. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> I, I, and I'm, I meant to grab my phone and just record it real quick to, sh- to, to send you guys. Cause I thought it would be funny but, mm-hmm. uh, or at least write down their names, mm-hmm. you know, so they get, so they get that <laughs> credit. That credit back. Man, you sit there and listen to them. But don't even have the time to learn. Yeah. Damn, uh... So, I mean, that show, I guess it speaks to me maybe a little deeper than others because of the the hillbilly nature of the whole thing. <laughs> I, was talk, I was talking with Jeremy B, who is from, uh, he was he's from West Virginia. Mm. Um, almost heaven. Almost. Um, so, you know, I, I think I sent him a message we were talking back before that said, I think you and I probably relate to this on a level that some of these people don't quite understand. You know, I. I'm not saying my mom's family are the Langmores from that, but they might have been. I have a cousin named Ruth, so that's my grandma's name too. Trudy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's always kind of heartbreaking when a show ends because you've enjoyed it so much. But I think that's a sign of a great show if you're upset that mm-hmm. it not the way it ends, but just that it's fucking that's fun. over. Yeah. You know, it's just something to look forward to and. Yeah, hopefully we'll get, you know, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do any spinoffs of it or anything. There's just so many fucking great characters in that show. And, yeah, um, they did a good job wrapping it up. I mean, seeing where it was halfway through the, the season, you know, to, to get the rest of it out, I thought was pretty good. Um, I think uh, we'll talk about Moon Knight, I'm sure. But yeah, that was it. Joe. Is it over? Moon Knight's over, right? No. No, they got tomorrow, one more. Tomorrow. And apparently you need to watch that before <clears throat> Doctor Strange, from what I've understood. Okay, I think that's possible. It's yeah, it's very doable. When's Doctor Strange? It's Thursday. We're going Thursday. Streaming. Is it streaming at the same time? No, no, no. It'll be, but they're not far behind. I feel like these days. You know, it's interesting. That's an interesting conversation. I've been thinking about that a lot. So we've seen that gap close the theatrical run to Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. streaming run. Yeah. 
Do you think that that gap used to be long that long because they they were had to I mean they had to f- produce the physical media yeah, definitely and now like back back definitely. I mean back when like when you were in the uh, movie industry sure <laughs> it wasn't that long ago but like it was like twenty years ago well no I, I'm, no I'm just no saying. no because because even so to be fair right like before everybody had their own studio streaming service mm, right mm-hmm. before peacocks and fucking hbo goes and you know before every owner of media had their own service yeah you pretty much relied on netflix with mm-hmm. a with a sprinkle of amazon right mm-hmm. and netflix wouldn't get their shit for another six to eight months behind the dvd release right so like anytime a product came out you're looking at it hitting netflix over a year huh. from right. its release date right. because what they wanted to do was sell the physical media they wanted to sell the physical media so when netflix would get it you could like people used to joke me about why i kept netflix's mailing service mm-hmm. for so long but the yeah. reason was is because that's the only way you could get the new shit without having yeah. to buy it Right, mm-hmm. you know, but then as that started to fade out, then this thing has happened where the you know the studios have stepped up and they can put it out ASAP, and then that put, puts Netflix further behind the ball. Yeah. It's one of the problems with why Netflix is fucking failing. Yeah. You know, is that they don't have the shit that they have ownership for. It doesn't get the theatrical release. It doesn't get the same type of rollout. It doesn't get the same type of buzz. With few exceptions, some of the sure. stuff does go sure, sure. But um, but yeah, so like that's that's part of it is that mm-hmm. i think it was twofold one they had to produce the physical media um which comes with all of the editing for the bonus features yep. all of that all of that kind of stuff deciding getting, what yeah what that is getting well, the directors and actors DVDs, sometime yeah. back for commentaries mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff all of those logistics for one and then for two i thought they'd like start doing that at the same time sometimes they do sometimes the they last, do like, ten, sometimes ten, they do but sometimes years. they would have the directors back way later because he would talk about like you know the red carpet night and well, you know i think what we'll how see the movie performed etc i think what we'll see now let's use the batman for example it came out what six weeks ago maybe maybe something like that yeah um march something by right? the way are you done with that figure yeah it's okay. behind you it's been okay i didn't know like, that <laughs> for like two weeks i meant to ask you last week anyways so the movie comes out and then i mean it's is it three four weeks it's not long at all well like that I, it's I don't out. know if that's i don't i don't know if we can compare well i guess things just change i'm not awesome. just i'm just not sure if things can be compared that way because we're kind of in a post-covid era but mm-hmm. not exactly really right yeah well covid changed a lot of things mm-hmm. permanently right and there's no going back to before and mm-hmm. i think Things are just different now because it's a, of well, it, it's, so we've if, reset expectations. That's what it is. We've reset expectations, and I think what we'll see to your point about coming back later and directors come. I think what we'll see is you know like like that they put it out on streaming or you can buy it digitally off you know whatever Amazon Vudu if that still exists that kind of place. I think the physical media will come. It'll come later, but it'll be more of a deluxe version with the deleted scenes and the directors come. And I, you know, we're not going to get that day one. Here's just the movie. Yeah, you know, I remember like, VHS like we have. days. The only time because I've never been like much of a edge of my seat waiting for a fucking thing mm-hmm. to come out. I, I can watch it whenever. Sure. I just remember VHS days was about six months. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time, and I, that was just playing. Here's the movie in the fucking yeah. cassette yep. tape, yep, yep, in, yep. In, in with, my, a, with a Domino's Pizza commercial before it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and be kind, please rewind. You know, and, and, <laughs> exactly. God damn it! <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, working in the film industry, every morning when you came in, you know, we had a, a Dropbox overnight, and it, it was literally just a, like a 55 gallon tote, and we had like 10 rewinders, and just as we were checking, are, are these in, shaped like sports cars? Uh, we d- I actually had <laughs> you know those. We had some that were, yeah. Uh, were you good enough to where you can pick up a cassette tape and know that it was rewind or not based on the weight on its sides? No. <laughs> I, I feel like some people are. They can pick up, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy yeah, didn't rewind. Yeah, I, yeah I, I feel like I got to that level. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, oh, this side is heavier. The Super well, Saiyan level it would, of so v- VCR. Because <laughs> you, could, you, could you could put the movie in either way, you know. Um, 
Um, I did want to say that uh, in, the other thing about it was that, like, you know, that's how they made their money, right? Was like you made your money off ticket sales and merch mm-hmm. to begin with, and yes. then you made your money off off the physical media sales later on. So I think a lot of it, also in re- in addition to the to the logistics and the production of it, was they wanted to give it time to breathe. So like absence make the heart grow fonder yes. kind of thing. So did you get excited about a, like a second, second rollout, rollout yeah. to mm-hmm. buy the shit? I wonder, like. If if I mean I can't be the only guy who's like this, so like I I have to imagine with like the closing of the window between theatrical release and mm-hmm. streaming that there's got to be less people going to the movies. I mean I think I think there are. I mean, like, like I think the, the box office got. I think if we look at box drop. office, see like that's the same thing like what you were saying. Like if if these production companies having their own streaming sites and kind of trying to have ownership of their material without sharing mm-hmm. was sniffing heroin. COVID was mainlining it. Yeah. You know, and, and as soon as it's it's gone there, I mean, th- I think everybody's realized like they don't have to play in the sandbox anymore mm-hmm. if they don't want to. But I, I think that we might see a, 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 a second intermediate step come in where like the, the pay for rent stream might hit earlier than like I th- I can see that shaking out where like the Batman mm-hmm. is owned by Warner Brothers and it comes out theatrically 90 days later it's on Amazon to buy for 349 for a month and right. then after that month it hits mm. you know um streaming for yeah so yeah. so that they can once again it's just about tripling down on that dough well, and quadrupling <laughs> down on that dough the other thing that's that's interesting to think about is yes there's I I do believe there's less people going to to the theater but I also remember within the past four or five years paying like eight or nine dollars to go see a movie, whereas it's, yeah, it's fifteen or point. twenty bucks. That's, like, that's a good point. Like we're going. I, I just did the math. They yeah. were fifteen dollars and seventy cents a piece for the that's for the a movie. Whole ass uh, fucking so <laughs> Outback Steakhouse meal, bro. Exactly. DVD. So they're doubling their money. They're doubling their money on each person. Yeah, that's that's fair. But like, I, I got I, the price has got to be a deterrent for some people to go too, right? I think for for certain with that's kids, it's always always with like price to like quantity to quantity ratio. Like when you increase the price, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to net your profit. In the fucking eighties, my dad wouldn't take me to anything outside of a matinee unless it was something I was super excited for. Uh-huh. That was like an event, like when Turtles came out. I mm-hmm. got to go at night on opening night. It was like right. a big deal. But other than that, I'm like Back to the Future Two. He's like, yeah, well, maybe Tuesday at three. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's gonna be. I mean, I choose to do that. Right? Back when I did still go to movies in the past few years, I chose to do that also because less crowd, like, right? Less right, fucking right. people, yeah, cheaper, yeah, yeah. and I'm off during the day a lot, right? Right. I, right. I never in my entire life bought fucking food from the theater. I always really? thought that was insane what? for people to do that because it's fucking. I'm not buying five dollar sodas, dude. But like, the pretzel bites. Have you had the pretzel bites though? Is the question. So <laughs> have you have Auntie Aunts? <laughs> dude, I fuck with pretzel bites harder over Auntie Aunts. I will not pay Auntie Aunts, Auntie Aunts. <laughs> Yeah, Antians. <laughs> I'm not paying eight dollars for no fucking snacks and no theater. They were like, four, they're bucks. Fucking they're like four bucks. Dude, it's a Chinese in me, man. I so I can't I'll tell no. you. I understand you try this wholeheartedly, but at the same time, I know that's how the theaters make their money. Not your chips. Too. I don't. Yeah, I just don't care about them making no, their money. That's I think. fine. That's fine. Not your chips too. Like if you if you slamming. make your money off of scamming people, like you might, maybe you should make money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that Joe. Do you know where? Um, do you know where Peter Pan's favorite place is to eat out? What in, Wendy's. Wendy's. <laughs> Is that, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> but uh, I think that's <laughs> no. Wendy's what a like fucking twelve? Not anymore. That was like that was, that was like back in the eighties. Joe, if she, she stayed in like, Neverland, you don't grow up. That's you a know, problem. Did she you didn't know, stay. She went home. That's true. Did you know on the call on, on the, the the Wendy's logo it says M O M on the collar? 
Mom? Once you see it, you'll never unsee it. It's like, it's always there. Huh. Yeah. It's like a little Easter egg. Wendy's your mom? Interesting. Yeah. Going tomorrow night to uh, AEW in Baltimore. I have third row tickets. Nice. You going to get sweated on? You going to get like spit and stuff? I would get blood on me. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't COVID. even know what the card is. So, yeah. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a of expense to, to, to do that. Those seats aren't cheap, but I was like, you know what? Let's fucking do it. Let's so. do it. Looking forward to that. Moon Knight. Uh, so I really liked this episode. Yeah, I did too. Like, oh, I, I like... Bring you back? Yeah, like... Th- th- like this episode and the first episode are great. Yeah, this one, one and we're, five. We're yeah. we're back to where, and I think where this show thrives is it makes you question what you're watching to see what's real and what's not. Oh, dude, and I'm getting chills talking about it, but like, uh, it's a look, fine line. That's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And they've done you it well on two two of the five occasions. So far. I think the dude killed his ego. Think so? Yeah, like like Kurt Russell, like. Like, chew on that for a minute, right? Like, there's two sides of his personality, and we agree, so far. and we think, we get the feeling there's a third side, mm-hmm. right? So, to me, it's almost like the, the, super, the, ego. It's the super ego and the ego. Yeah. And the ego stepped in that we now learn to protect him as a child, and he doesn't need it anymore, yeah. and he killed his ego to save himself. See, that... Is the shit that I'm chasing, Chris, yeah. is shit to like really lock my mind around and have like a cerebral fucking experience with yeah. it. Like, um, I thought the effects looked great. I was like, oh, this is why there hasn't been a whole lot of shit during this show because they saved the money for this episode. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. I thought the effects looked great. Like, I, it made me in- emotionally invested in the character. Like, it was all about him. Like we just talked about last week, we didn't need the female. We didn't need really Ethan Hawke, really. Right. We didn't, like it's about him and figuring out who he is. And we got to sit with him for a minute and learn about him. And it was yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Just, I mean, in and out of the, the, you know, what's real here with being in the fucking asylum or I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's a real mind fuck and you really have to pay attention, but it's fucking good. It's, it's good to hear that as well. Then it's it's good. Good. I heard that, like, oh, cause I've seen other media that does that, but it becomes convoluted piece of shit because you're just like, well, I'm so lost now. I'm not even interested anymore. Right. Yeah. And, and to be fair, like it's funny cause the, the real world, or at least what we believe could be the real world. Um, that's like an episode two, three and four and most of one. They spend uh, four hours in this space, and at the end of four hours, I don't give one single fuck about any of it. Mm. But in one hour, and just in our main character's head, who is an actor with an extraordinary performance, I love it. Mm. You know, like, you don't need all the bullshit. Didn't it just uh, greenlit season two? I mean, who knows? I I would imagine they're going to do a season two. But That kind of stuff, to me, is a lot like... um, when I get people DMing me like, dude, Fans Toys just announced Cobra Commander. I'm like, okay. You know? Good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I will. When, when the tracking number hits, let's yeah. get excited. I, I feel that way too. Yeah. I, I will say that. Like, let me have a release date. Yeah. Yeah. And I watch a lot of broadcast television. Just, you know, it's on in the background or whatever. Uh, you pay for YouTube Red or whatever. And you watch broadcast television. What the fuck, man? It doesn't make <laughs> and, any sense to me. And right before you move, I just want to, uh, I could remind everyone that six years ago, Fansoys also announced a Blitzwing. That's right. <laughs> um, oh, they, oh, six, like eight years ago, they announced a Soundwave. Now we got one. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. <laughs> yes. Yes. S- saying that to say broadcast television, they're promoting the fuck out of this show with commercials. Like during, you know, just regular commercial. Break. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, 
check out the critically. I don't know. They've got a pitch line for it, and it shows some exciting scenes, and then only on Disney Plus. Yeah, like I think I don't know. To me, I think they figure like I'm not to say they figured out because they won't. They'll get back to the full cast because you got to have it. Like that's mm. take a breath. Yeah, because like there's a formula that you have to follow almost in yeah. order to kind of check studio boxes. I feel mm. like uh-huh. like you had to have a lead male. You had to have a lead female. You had to have a supporting male. You had to have a supporting female. All Why? those categories in the Oscars. Why? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because you want your your product to be as recognized by as many as bullshit award shows as possible. Yeah. So now you're you're bringing in actresses, actors, and characters key that, grips. that in key grips. Most importantly, well, not key grips because they don't detract. They only add. Jokes. <laughs> yes. That's right. But they, they many would say they unlock. The secrets to the to the what makes this show good, but like like you're adding all of this stuff that mm-hmm. that the the story doesn't necessarily need, but you got to check the boxes. Yeah, it, it's very formulatic to it, and, and, and it's a it's an issue. I, I was working on a project recently where uh, kind of have carte blanche to do what we want as long as we get to the point, and it's like I mean I think outside of the box is such a cliche at this point, but it's just like. It's true because it's like we don't have to work inside these parameters to get this done. We can do whatever we want as long as we get right. back to that point. And I think, I think a lot of of, of uh, filmmakers and and you know TV makers, whatever you want to call them, are are scared to break that formula. And the other thing you have to think about is, does it lure in? talent that they can hire to play these roles because you know the show's going to be up for some awards probably like i, I think um it's, it's social conditioning too in both ways like it's mass you, studio things mass audience is looking for certain things for the you know general population for the most eyes on a product you probably need all those things <clears throat> uh-huh. but at the same time like audience are conditioned to want those things so it's like you can't it's hard to break out of yes but i think that sometimes like there are so i, I a few exceptions I mean, have, and it's just like working from the office man like we've realized after two years people don't need to go to the fucking office to do a lot of jobs right. but management is still requiring people now to go back to the office for no particular fucking reason so look it's like a conditioned thing is snatch great i'd love snatch <laughs> the film snatch Mm. I, yeah, the film Snatch. <laughs> I enjoy it. Me too. Yeah. And you do too. I know that's one movie that all three of us love. Yes. Not one female actress role in it. Really? I haven't seen it in so long. There's a minor role where that lady that takes the bets, all bets are off. And they're like, I ain't fucking buying it. Appreciate it. I ain't fucking selling it. But all bets are off. And the but mom. Other than, yeah, and the mom. The mom. Uh, my ma. <laughs> um but but there's no lead actress role no. in that whole fucking film all, and yeah. you don't need it girl interrupted mm-hmm. fantastic movie not sure if you've seen it fantastic mm-hmm. fucking movie time, but yeah. 90 something not one uh not not as extreme as snatch but right. not one extreme male role in it and you don't need it right to like tell the story you know i mean and, it's and based on the story right you just have whatever agreed. the story needs because there are some movies where there's but just two both actors, of those movies it. have a little bit of independent sauce going on mm. in it and yeah, like, yeah. i think that that's kind of where independent films can kind of they can circumvent the system when, yeah. the, when but the problem is they, they don't, don't, no one no one like telling them what to correct. do as much correct and now they, those are still both those films are attached to studios don't get me wrong yeah, but not the, they're the not completely not, they're not but they're not exactly exactly you know I'll, I'll use Ozark as an example it's very strong female characters in this in this show the story arc at the end ends up basically being 
all the female characters mm-hmm. um and and one of the the actresses that's basically an unknown has won a ton of awards for her portrayal of this one particular character mm-hmm. um you know and there there's there's some strong male leads but it it's a it's looking at it objectively it's a female driven show mm-hmm. but like which just, is surprising for the setting <clears throat> it's in my thing is just that like um i feel like the, the formula often does far more harm than good to the overall telling of the story i think, I think, I think right. in, in general if you just have a checkbox to check yeah and not just based on whatever you're trying to tell yeah. whatever story you're trying to tell like it, it becomes a dis- distraction i agree good conversation oh shit <laughs> that's it for me though uh joe what do you got a uh, bunch of bullshit <laughs> well not bullshit uh did um podcast with uh shoki and ricky uh two days ago okay the podcast now you i'm made familiar with both of those gentlemen yeah now you made it awkward yep i ended up having like three and a half hours oh wow bo- um i wouldn't say bullshit it was some more serious um combo we're talking about um like abusive relationships mm-hmm. our past history with that and like mental health in hollywood who's shit and who's bed i mean and, and who likes having shit on their bed <laughs> wow <laughs> eye opening so to speak brown eye opening damn it oh, you beat me too ah, i was pursing my lips to make the bee and you said oh, you, you were pursing your lips with that brown eye <laughs> brown eye but no no I had, I had a good time um i got fucking covid finally oh, yeah. Yeah. no more fucking coma like everyone keeps getting around me it's been two fucking years I'm like I look, look at my watch my non-existent watch I'm like come on when's, when is my turn and then I got I didn't even know I got it it was like I came home one Saturday night last Saturday night everything's fine I was acting normal and stuff just like feeling hot mm-hmm. but I always do like Chris was like you're hot today I'm like I'm always hot she's like no like She's like a foot away from me. She's like, I'm sitting away from you because like, like I feel the heat, heat radiating. Mm. I was like, okay, let me check my temperature. I'm like, 102 point something. I was oh, like, oh, wow. I, guess, oh, yeah. I, I guess I got a fever. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll take Tylenol, I guess. I yep. feel fine. And she's like, no, take a COVID test. I'm like, I didn't even think about COVID. Right. And then I was like, hella positive. You know that line, not faint. It was like, fucking <laughs> someone took a sharpie of that fucking test. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you had COVID nineteen plus. <laughs> yes, twenty. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah. You know, just on on that subject. After we recorded the other night, we were it was a late night, and you know, I, I woke up the next morning, had an awful sore throat and congested. And I, I, t- I took a at home COVID test. It's the first time I've actually taken one at home. Yeah. You know, with the with the, the lines and whatnot, and uh, I guess I just have a fucking head cold, and I haven't had one yeah, in so long. Just have used to. Yeah, know, and I mean, I think we're gonna bit. be going on with that for years. I don't even or, know how yeah. I got it because I don't know anyone else who has it. I don't leave the house. None of my coworkers have it. I wear my mask all the time. I still wear my mask when I go out because I don't like people to see my face. Right. So I don't know how I got it. Um, Krista got it obviously from me because she had some symptoms like a couple of days after me. Okay. But she's a completely different COVID. Right. She tested right. positive. She has like all like head condition stuff. Uh-huh. Where mine's more like throat. Dude, it's Lauren everybody differently. Yeah, Lauren and I think a lot of it. I has love to- it. It's like a fucking <clears throat> surprise. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like a, like a lot of the kind of stuff that's come out about it is how much you're blood type affects it mm. you know and like um i don't even know what my blood type is but uh you know like and, I, and i'll fuck it all up but I, one of them deals with it the best and mm-hmm. one of them deals with the, the yeah. worst and mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and then there's like gradients in between it's interesting shit to me yeah i mean it is. I, well i'm, I'm glad you're stuff. okay joe i'm glad you i'm assuming chris is okay as well yeah yeah, yeah. we're all good i survived covid and she didn't working because she doesn't work from home anyway sure yeah i i'm yeah i, yeah, I I got to stay home for a week, but like 
it's good. I enjoy it, but it's like I don't get paid when I go to work. Yeah. So like I went back to work as soon as I can. Um, <clears throat> oh, Magic K should be here tomorrow. What? Oh, nice. Yeah, when did you order this Magic I, I don't fucking know. Years? I don't. Uh, one year maybe. I don't. Okay. I don't keep track. I order a shit, and then like you tell me when I get. Where it. are these going? Uh, there's one where my um, it's replacing the glass case with all the um, bishojos because oh, there's okay. so many more bishojos now. Right, right, right. And that right. space is perfect for a module case. Okay, like standard size, just taller. And then the nook upstairs. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have one that fit, mm. fitted for that. Nice, nice, nice. So that nice. should that's be a nice, that's a nice spot for a module yeah. case. And yeah, and that yeah, yeah. should be, I'm, should be done with just display cases in general. Now it's just like if your shit fits, it fits. If it don't, I'm not getting it. Mm. Or throw away old shit. Right. Put in IKEA bag and give it to Bob. Churn. <laughs> Put it in IKEA bag and give it to Bob. Um, after watching Midnight Mass, I went back to watch the, the two other show that the same people made. It has a lot of the same actors. Like this is like the casting director has the easiest fucking job. They should have gotten paid. It's <laughs> right. the same same fucking people, and they have a show coming out later this year. Same fucking people. It makes sense, right? Like if you have oh, yeah, a good positive you experience, yeah, that's true. Like, you know, like, like, oh, director should take he's a pay easy cut, to work though. with. He's good at his job. He shows up on time. Adam Sandler's been doing that for years. Now he turned he to a remote control way. that one time, though. And that was a little <laughs> touch and go. <laughs> it's true. But he didn't, probably didn't have a casting director. It's probably just him picking people. Like, right. you hire a casting director to hire the same fucking people you always hire. It's just like... Um, but yeah, but all, they're good <clears throat> actors. All the one, all the returning actors are great. Um, so it was Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House. They're both um, enjoyable. Not as good as Midnight Mass to me. Um, Krista likes one of uh, them more. But they they all deal with like death and loss. Mm-hmm. I th- maybe that's what makes it interesting to me mm-hmm. because they they go through diff- how different people. Uh, you, uh, these are, you know, spooky ghost shows, right? It's <laughs> a spooky ghost. Spooky. Um, it has to be natural aspects and stuff. <laughs> spooky ghost. <laughs> spooky. That's the best yes. shit, man. When he, that's that Andy, uh, Randy Marsh covered in all that yes. sperm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> spooky ghost. Did you see it? It's a spooky ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit is so good. Uh, um, but yeah, they deal with like lost and like explored how people deal with loss and, that, and I find that interesting mm-hmm. and, uh, and how people with each other and like in relationships and family like one of them is about family of like five <clears> kids <throat> and how they dealt with a loss of either your mom was mentally ill or she was haunted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in you know if you try to watch it from the point of view of IRL in real life mm-hmm. you'd be like well yeah we, we would assume that's mental illness right but um did, do people force the kids to View funerals? Is that a thing? What do you mean? View? To, what do you mean? Like view? look at the dead body? Oh, I, I don't. I don't. Like because like, there was a, a couple of scenes. Like walk it, up to it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, I I've never heard of I'm, that. I don't know anybody who's forcing their Not, kids. Yeah, so like, like you, Do you want to go say bye to grandma and walk? I mean, you might be forced to go. Yes, to the event. Yeah, but yeah, to yeah, walk yeah. up. Yeah, to but the, yeah, I would never. I would. Yeah, because there was a couple of scenes in there where like the the parents are trying to like coax the kids but like you, you gotta see grandma like right. one last time and then they had like a counselor try to coax the kid to like you, you're gonna regret this and the kids like I don't wanna see grandma's dead body kind of thing right hmm. and like I'm like I wonder if that's actually a thing that people do yeah, I, say, I don't I feel know. like that's almost like child abuse man yeah, yeah I can't like when it comes to when it comes to grief man like 
uh, it's, a, it's a no it's a judgment free zone for me like yeah. you know whatever it's you need to children. do to get through that shit like I you get know? it they might regret it later in life but that's on them to regret it later yeah, like, versus traumatizing them to see it yeah I would never I would never okay. but plus like a lot of the times like um, I remember my buddy Brutus like the fucking his viewing was well, funeral was like so far after his death because his boy his shitty ass dad was like in the, like the islands on vacation and refused to come home oh god wow um, so he's like oh he's like they're like your son passed and he's like ah I mean I'll be back in town on the 11th you does know? he have more than one kid no wow I was like I got, um, I got other ones too yeah <laughs> And uh, so, like, by the time that, I mean, you know, obviously he's, in, he's embalmed and all that shit, but by the time the funeral, it still was, like, it was, di- the dude looked way different. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, so, like, I, I wouldn't even want my kid, if, if they were, had, if they had been close to him, I would have been like, no, nah, unless you really, really want to go, I suggest mm. you do not look at this dude. So, yeah. both of you, like, in your case of your children, you wouldn't, no matter who it was, you would never ask him to, like. No, look. I'll ask, because, like, do you want to go? Do you want to? Yeah, okay. I'll offer. Well, and I you, would even, ne- you would never even suggest that you, maybe you should. I, no, I would say that. I, I, I might say that, like, like my my kids are very close with Laura's mom, like their mm-hmm. grandma. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I'm I I might say like, look, you, I might say something like, look, are you sure you don't want to go up there? You might you might regret this decision years later. But if they're like, no, I can't do it. I've been like, you, good. But I, I'm 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 a make sure that they understand that this is this is it. Yeah, you know, but I would never be like grabbing by the back of their shirt. You know, <laughs> get the fuck up, you know. Uh, <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> Kiss um, him on the lip. <laughs> this reminds me of something I forgot. I watched uh, the show Atlanta. I talked about, mm. and they're doing these like this. There was a new episode of it I watched, and it has nothing to do with the show. Mm. It's this super waspy couple that has a kid. I've heard about this about this episode. About this episode. Okay, so. Um, you know, it starts out like the husband's out jogging, comes home, the wife's sitting there with a the kid waiting on the, uh, uh, I guess the nanny sit or whatever you want to call them to get there. Well, they get a phone call that she's passed away <laughs> and it, she was from Trinidad and Tobago, mm. which I learned in this episode. That's how you say it. You're not from Trinidad. You're not, you're from Trinidad and Tobago. Czechoslovakia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically they're like, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to get on with their lives, end up going to drop some her stuff off and end up going to the funeral. And it's like, there's people screaming and crying and, you know, people are getting up talking about how, how impactful she's been to so many children. And then like one of her kids gets up and talks about how all these, all her work stole her from raising her own kids. And like the kid is, I'm going to say like six or seven maybe, but he's like, knows all these songs and stuff. <laughs> You know, and this whole time there's this this envelope that keeps getting delivered to their house addressed to the to the lady who's passed away. And he, you know, takes it down to the doorman and, you know, it comes back. And finally, like the the end of the episode, it comes back, it's been trampled on. Somebody's just pounding on the door, open get to the to the pad, he finally opens it and it's like fucking Sears portrait studio of the nanny and the kid. Mm. O- only that's, the mills and that's how it ends right, those pictures. Yes. <laughs> yes. but, it, but it, it you know processing grief and you know uh, thinking about like you have this you know essentially a stranger raising your child yeah you know, know, it, like, it's pretty pretty powerful stuff man that show is that show is great on so many fucking levels man when Rio when my buddy Mario passed his wife had him cremated before any viewing and like I wish I could have seen her you mm-hmm. know like if it, it fucks with me and like like not 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 to I mean like they had a kid together and everything else but like I'm like man like you weren't even close to him like I was close to him like and I, I know that sounds terrible but it's also a, a fact true true yeah. um and then you know my grandmother like didn't have a funeral because she didn't want any fuss mm-hmm. you know like but like 
as as a result, I don't know because it's the X factor, right? But I don't know if I could have dealt with it all a little bit more had there been something to like have yeah. this organized moment, you know? Right, right. Whereas like instead it lingered for years and years and years. Like it's like, you know, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. Anything else, Joseph? Uh, yeah. What for do you got? For anime night, we watched Bell. It's like a, a anime modern retelling of like Beauty and the Beast having okay. to do mm. with being online, online personas. Okay. Um, I think it's Okay. Like, there's good parts in it, but I don't think it was demographics for me. I think it's for a much younger audience. Mm. I think it's an anime actually for, like, preteens, maybe. Um, but if you have kids and you're looking for anime, it's it's a good one for, for kids. There's no um, weird stuff in it. It's more straightforward. Hmm. Watch The Tick. Uh, with, like the old show? No, a movie with um, Idris Elba and um, the Apollo from fucking Eternals. Um it's okay. It's a standard heist-ish movie, like the. Um, oh, so it's not like the Tick. No, not the Tick. Oh, the Take. Oh, the, in my mind, I was like, "Eat yourself." Oh, was the Tick? tick? I, would wa- I would watch that. I don't know, man. I would, I would watch He's a that. talented guy, but I don't bro, know. I could see him in a Tick suit, bro. I would watch Idris Elba as the Tick. Mm. Would you not watch Idris Elba as a Tick? Bro? I don't know, David Putty from. I, I got to see some trailers. <laughs> No, hopefully it's not on Netflix. I can I can yeah. picture it in my head right now. He's got a he's got a sense of humor. Like he does comedy well. I, should I tell her I have a good senses of humor? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't know. It take it or leave it. It's an action movie. You might enjoy. Um, Idris Elba's like a a fucking rogue, like uh, FBI type agent trying to stop terrorists, and like in order to help him, he's got to f- get this guy who's really good at pickpocketing. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Got to build the team. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Fun enough to watch. Watch Snake Eyes. I, I be more spe- <laughs> be more specific about what Snake not, Eyes. Not not Nicholas Cage. Good Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes Origins. G.I. Joe Origins. Yes. I don't even know why they call it G.I. Joe Origins because it sounds like it's like Wolverine Origins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wolverine Origins is attached to the X Men universe. Mm-hmm. You think G.I. Joe Origins would be attached to the G.I. Joe movies that mm-hmm. came out already, which is completely not because it's a whole completely different character and different story. Right. He gets the same suit at the end. At least he doesn't nothing- have a mouth. Remember the G.I. Joe movie, the Snake Eyes yes. suit has Water a mouth. mouth. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's like Transformers. You know? oh, yeah. Power Rangers. But it doesn't. Power Rangers have mouths molded in. I don't some, like some that of either. <laughs> I don't like Power Rangers at don't, all. Hey, don't put mouths. Power Rangers? No, you know. Power Rangers. <laughs> Joe, don't put mouths in my GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not the same story. It's not about him being a kid, white kid, no. in a Mm-mm. dojo, and it's not related whatsoever. It's not. Um, and it's not good. <laughs> so, uh, so. <laughs> So objectively taking the G.I. Joe part out of it, you just didn't care for it at all? Um, a lot of the actions are good. Some of the characters are okay. They just threw Scarlet and Baroness in there for funsies, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't think so, Baroness is hot enough to be Baroness. They needed to, to uh, fill out the, the, the case of action figures, so they had uh, to have more Yeah, characters. Scarlet was okay. I liked her. She mm-hmm. seemed Scarlet. She looked Scarlet. Baroness was not. Right. I mean, she kind of kind of get an attitude for it, but she's just like a, a Wish.com version of, of Baroness. <clears throat> Did she have the accent? Kinda, I can't. Mm. I can't it, it wasn't. Tell you. It wasn't what you wanted it to be. But yeah, yeah, I want that shit heavy on it. Yeah, no. Um, and um, I want to turn the subtitles on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that a lot. For, you know, what like I'm just British shows in general. British Bake Off. I just had nah, a goddamn I wanna, fucking. I want to be like, oh, I can't understand the thing she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't. You want to sound like Cody? <laughs> no, no, no. She's but she's like German, right? I always took it as some Eastern Bloc. Yeah. You know, like, oh, because yeah. it's Baron, like uh, Baron Zemo. 
Uh, yeah. You think her, the cousins? Her, her ability to reproduce Damn. doesn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a zygote. <laughs> um, but I, th- I, th- it's a, I think it's another me thing. Um, same reason why after like 10 plus years of watching Naruto and loving it, I just turned it off one day and fucking hate it and I always shit on it. All right. It's, for me, it's when a character, whether in real life, a person, mm. or in a piece of media, a character. there's a point of no return for me mm-hmm. once somebody's crossed a certain line i write them off mm-hmm. as not protagonist anymore or not someone i care for what <clears> happens <throat> to them mm-hmm. um and if they ever have a redemption arc i throw that shit out the window because some people don't i personally don't think everyone deserves a redemption mm-hmm. it's not like spider-man not everyone gets one right the snake eyes yes he crosses he, a line yeah he he like it's three times in the movie where he just chooses the worst thing to do and then towards the very end he comes back to be the good guy quote unquote good guy mm. but like by the th- time he did the last thing I'm like I'm done with you mm. like you don't get to be a good guy after this gotcha yeah I can see how how that would cause you, you yeah. saw it yeah, yeah. what yeah. did I, you see it on it's streaming on something, streaming something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Prime I think okay Um. yeah the first two things like ah, okay like you can see he's like that inner turmoil he's like you know f- I understand why he's doing the thing and I can see why he chose the wrong thing, but by the last thing, it's just like, bro, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like that with uh, Naruto when Sasuke decides. How is the story? How is the story? So it's nothing. It, it's, it's, it's weird not related because to it has some supernatural aspect to it. It's got a rock that explodes people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I thought it was a metaphorical thing with, you know, like ancient Asian proverbs with you know special rocks what, i thought what, it was the rocks what, had like a whatever do you mean joe <laughs> <laughs> you know you think the, the rock has like uh, uh meaning but as metaphor but not as naturally exploding they have the, the rock of the sun the, the stone of the sun uh-huh. with the power of the sun you think it's you know like an internal power thing no it, it just has the power of the sun it just explodes people yeah. speaking of ancient asians <laughs> I'm driving down Stevens Forest Road. Oh, no. I'm, this is where, oh, where is this going? <laughs> I'm driving down Stevens Forest Road the other day. I see a split level house that's got two big ass lion statues. Them, them. Kind. Yes, with a swirly hair. <laughs> yeah, sitting to the left and right of this split level house. I was like, man, <laughs> one of these things doesn't belong. <laughs> Either the split level, <laughs> it couldn't look. It might less not even. Asian. It might not be Asian people in there. It may be not fair. be. It may not be. Because whoever the decorator is got one thing wrong. That's a middle aged white guy with samurai swords on the wall. Yes, that guy, Dude, my maybe, lady. Maybe he's <laughs> my lady. My I mean, lady. I have some stone pagodas in my fucking yard. I know. I know. I've we, seen them. Those little, that those little, yeah, I know. I know. I like it though. You guys are culture appropriating your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, okay, okay. I like Storm Shadow. Yeah, I thought he did a good job as a, and as an actor. He was believable, mm. and he I thought he was good at acting, and I liked his role. Well, and like a, he was understandable. There's a convoluted story about Snake Eyes' dad being involved in with the Joes, the Joes, and I it, it it's a bit much. I, I need to watch it again to be honest. Yeah, I, it's been a while I mean, since the I saw action it. was good. I'm gonna check but, it out. I am gonna check it out. You gonna watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Cause I, I, I mean, is you going to watch it? Yeah, yeah. I like G.I. Joe. I'll, I'll watch it just to shit on it, like Transformers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fine, that's fair. Because there's some other stuff I recommend that you won't watch. <clears> and I tell, I say, like, for my standards, you know my standards, when I'm going to the movie just to enjoy myself, yeah. I usually do. Yeah. And if I say it's not good, I'm surprised you're going to watch it. So it's like, uh, there are, there's a certain... That shit ain't moving on you, is it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> 
just stop. He just stopped and stared at his Arizona iced tea can. <laughs> I, was, I was just. That was wild. Everybody, for the listeners, he picked up this Arizona iced tea can and then just got lost in that uh, bitch for looked, a second. I was just making sure it wasn't moving on him. Yeah, he looked down and he just stopped. His no, I, I, just for stopped. some reason the ingredients caught my eye because it's a premium brewed blend of green teas using filtered water. I'm like, that's a long ass. Fucking that is that is more interesting than steak ice. Yeah, it's also great hot apparently. I don't know. But there is stuff. Who that, the fuck pours that shit out of a can and heat it up? That's cultural appropriation. Nah, listen, listen. You just crack the can and put it in the, the boiling water and it, it oh, just you can put it in the fucking bread oven but um God. Do you know how many oh, fucking, oh, you know oh, how many fucking oh, Instagram? It's, it's, it's coming up it's today. Thing. It's, it's coming thing. up you today. How many fucking messages it's, I got? We got emails this week about it. Also, yeah. I'm glad Go all y'all inherited yourself. fucking toaster Emerson toaster ovens from your grandparents. Dude, there's Not some people t- that don't even believe we're talking about the same thing. They're like, "Are you talking about this?" Are you sending pictures, or are you talking about this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's language barrier. Bro. I, I, some I, people I, are sending me pictures of like some old shit from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Oh, you're a real one, Emerson. You're a real one." But but anyway, the um. The fucking there are certain things that I try to watch just so when the conversation comes up, mm-hmm. I can give my opinion. Okay, you know, so it's, it's one of those Joe. things. Yeah. It's one of those. I assume things. they're gonna make more fucking GI Joes. No, I don't. That movie did not do well. I, I think the key, the key to that shit is is either one of two things: you go hyper realistic military, mm-hmm. or you go hyper fantasy cult. This was kind of like two. Yeah. Anim- it, it, you can't, you can't, you can't straddle the line. I mean, I think it, there's a great story to be told about this down and out former, uh, you know, Marine or something that joins Cobra in the process of the brainwashing to get him. I mean, I don't know if they'd ever tell that story, but I think that'd be a captivating fucking story. I think you got to really, you got to lean, suit. you got to lean in heavy one way or the other. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many fascinating stories like the, the ninjas, bro. It's the, about the ninjas, the, co- the comic, the comic book origin story See, of Cobra Commander is fucking great. All, for all I three movies, think, my favorite my favorite character in all three movies is was the Stone Shadows. I yeah. don't think the ninja thing is the answer. I'm going to be No, honest. I don't think it is. Okay, but okay, like, okay, I'm just okay. saying in, in like, I was like, it's I was the like, go-to. Man, here we go. It's the, it's the, no, it's the fucking go-to. <laughs> it, it is. Like, it is the go-to and I don't think because I don't think they're cool. They're awesome but they don't represent G.I. Joe. They're like the they're the side. They're the really good side. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you have your 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 steak and and, and they're the potatoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're they, they add this interesting sauce to it, but the 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 main course has to be one of two things. You know, either this hyper gritty military operation or this like black ops unit that deals with this cult. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, yeah they, they did too much. They, they, they did the, they try to do the serious military thing with the terrorists, like stopping terrorists. Yeah. At the same time, with with this fucking rock that explodes people and and like ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. it it's, it's what not- is the comic book origin of Cobra Commander? If you could do it in a nutshell, uh, he was a used car salesman down on his luck. And I thought you said it was good. It, it is. It's the, the way they tell the story, like he's got a son that's involved. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't. I can't tell you. I kind of like the Cobra okay, Commander and the original GI Joe movies. What's a man? I mean, it, it gets. There's none of that supernatural. Mm-hmm. The comic books seem to be a lot more grounded. Like, you know, Larry right. Hammer's right. Obviously, they had to shoehorn Serpentor in there. It just kind of threw all the realism out the yeah. door. Yeah. I mean, anytime but, you got any of those snake snake boys. I mean, the same thing. Like if you if you lean in the cult aspect, you can get into how they could resurrect this spirit of whatever to create this. Frankenstein monster, right, right. you know what I mean. But you can only do that if you play it that way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, continue. But I enjoyed the first two Jedi movies more than I enjoyed this one. I think I did too. I, yeah. I thought I thought they were, those were fun romps, especially. I, I, and I watched both of those um, 
more than once. Especially the first one. Or the second one, rather, because you get some you get some Dwayne in it. The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Awful. Rock the Dwayne Johnson? All, the, all those movies are awful. Wait, no. Yeah, the first one was much better. Hey, happy 50th birthday to The Rock, by the way. His birthday's this week. Nice. It's very important. <laughs> Uh, just because I think he's talentless doesn't mean I want him to die. He, he, he ties so many <laughs> he ties so many lures together for me. He certainly does. He's, what if it's uh, actually a Dwayne the Rock Johnson multiverse where it's all tied together and he is the linchpin? I enjoy his sitcom about his life. It's very entertaining. This, it's new, right? Yeah, it came out last year. The second season's on right now. Oh, okay. I've been watching it. I never think to mention it. It's really good. And hmm. la- last day I watched Batman. Okay, I give it like a Hang C. On. The Batman. Yeah. You know, I was going to watch it again, but something was in the way. So, <laughs> so uh, that's just like a theme song, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it seems yeah. like it. So all that billions of dollars, you would think you could get a Spotify subscription or something. Um, uh, so, see, I'm, you know, I, I agree. Uh, is is there like some <clears throat> good parts and some good characters, but not him? I agree. You don't like Pattinson in the role? Not at all, as okay. Batman or. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, I agree. Like I, I, I like, dude. Like I don't. I didn't go in with high, super high expectations, you know, because I'm not a huge Batman fan to begin with. Correct. I'm watching it because like my conversation. You got to watch right? the conversation, and I am interested. It is a nerd movie, mm-hmm. you know. There are cool aspects to Batman, even though I'm not a fan of the character. That's the cool aspect. And, mm-hmm. and you're a fan of plenty of Batman things. Yes, I, I mean <clears throat> the animated series, the Nolan verse, right? Like, Keaton, Keaton, yeah. yeah. Um, um, even, Kilmer. even Kilmer, Kilmer, even maybe Kilmer. Clooney, probably the not Arkham, Clooney, probably the Arkham Clooney. games. Uh, Lizzie Silverstone for sure, though. Nipples, yeah, uh, but she didn't have nipples, unfortunately. Mm, sure? uh, no, no, I love the Arkham games. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I was gonna, that was just a, that was a guess. Yeah, 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 thought yeah. she had nipples and were kind of off center, like one went this way and one went <clears> that like way. Tara Reid. Yeah, you, may, you might say they were clueless. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they were nice. I'll be here all That's day. That's a good one. That was a good one. Um, I mean, I, st- I already started to dislike it at the narration. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this self-indulgent fuck? Emo fuck who's super into himself, man. I mm-hmm. don't need this Batman. Talk- I'm- <sighs> so, uh, I don't know if you like, know I understand when you're talking to like villains with I am vengeance and shit, like to like scare them and stuff. And you're talking to yourself and your own head's like, I am vengeance. I'm like, no, bro, you get over yourself. You're a rich kid. What um what did so you, that you didn't like him? I I, what, I started not to like it already. What else? What else? Give me some other pros um, and cons because because I, I agree with you. I didn't like him either. I um I already uh, a strong dislike by the point he first shows up, like at when he's coming to like save the Asian guy, I guess, and he yeah, fights the clowns. The clowns fight, yeah, 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 I'm like bro, like it's, you're too into your like, yeah. I, 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 I get that. I get that. Any, yeah, are there that, any other things? Um, though? Because I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't like and him either. To, uh, like, yeah, my, my increased dislike on the narration to a strong dislike when Batman first show up to completely distaste of the whole concept by the time the, the, the end of the first Alfred scene. I just don't like him as a character. This version of Batman or Bruce He was Wayne. really shitty to Alfred. You're not he, my father. Well, no shit, motherfucker. I ain't been your father the whole time. Don't be a dick. That's what Alfred <laughs> should have said. <laughs> So I, I was trying to tell him, this is your responsibility, this is your legacy. He's like, no, this is my legacy. I'm like, okay, bro. So I, I, I you quit like, playing that goddamn you're, song. You're fucking it's not idiot. Your legacy. He's a fucking idiot. This Batman, this Bruce Wayne is a fucking moron. So and how is dealing with his life and dealing with his life? I agree, but like the, the like I, I do stand by. I do like that. I got to see the detective stuff. Yes, yes I, I do. No, I did that's enjoy that. that, that that's. And I, I liked the Riddler a lot. Yeah, I did too. And I didn't think I was going to, and I and, did. And I liked that they went full mental illness. Yeah, that I did guy too. was like, oh, he's 
He's nuts. He, he's in Arkham. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, yes. He's not a, just a, a bad guy who's really smart. Yeah. No, he got issues. Yeah. Plus, you know, and, did you see his vest? It keeps him safe when he's jogging at night. <laughs> oh. oh, we're talking about a different movie. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think in this movie... More than anything, I think you see the fragile ego of Bruce Wayne and the fragile mental state. Uh, I mean, you've got to literally be damn near insane to do what he does. Well, anyways. I think Batman is insane. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah and I think this is a guy, great man. example of. But I think, but see, I don't know, but I don't know if I think that it's it's this though. It's not sad. He's not like a sad panda. He kind of is. Emo. He's not. He's the emo panda. See the hair in his eyes, bro. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, no. He's sad in this movie. He's sad as fuck. I'm saying like the character himself isn't sad. It's the problem is almost is that he can't deal with the sadness. He, he, right. Like, so I, he becomes a homicidal maniac. Well, he makes well, well, he not makes homicidal, but, but yes, a maniac. But yes, yeah. yes. I so. mean, that's how I deal with shit in real life. And when I start to get sad, I, I make my, <clears throat> I, I turn into angry instead because it's much easier to deal with angry than this it is. to deal with sad. Yeah, then that's him. Yeah. You know, and he's so detached from having to deal with that real life trauma that he has become something else. And I don't think this, I don't think it grabs it. Yeah, and you know, and and um, and, and this is supposed to be year two, so like that's kind of excusable. Like, and you only know that if you fucking are actually paying attention to the screen when he's just fucking Gotham Project Year Two, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and I, mean, I there's and I think he was shitty with Alfred too, mm-hmm. but but I do I do like that scene where he thinks that Alfred's dead, and Alfred wakes up and he's like, "You lied," because that struck me as Batman, where like the mission supersedes everything. It's more important than, mm-hmm. than than how good you've been to me. It's more important than how shitty I've been to you. Yeah. You fucking lied. Like that's that, what makes him a shitty person. Well, he's not a good person. Yeah, I know. I know. You know I, I know. Yeah. That, tell all these other motherfucking Batman fanboys that he's not a good person. Yeah, if you think Batman's a good person, you don't understand the You're character. You're missing right. the fucking character. He, he, a lot of people, people. He says it himself. Yeah. They say why? Why we, there's a, a? I think it's in Hush. They're like, why can't Superman beat you? And he's like, because deep down in his soul, Clark is a good person. Right. And deep down in mine, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like he says it. Yeah. He's not a good person. But that that the reason why is because he's never got to be a fucking person since he was eight. Right. He's become this other thing. That's what makes him crazy. Also. I mean, yeah, he started being crazy. You know, yeah, he lost it. Mental illness thing. Dude, yeah. there's this comic. I talk about it all the time. There's this comic. Um, it's called Supergirls, written by Jeff Loeb. It's a Superman-Batman book. Superman and Batman are both reminiscing about the first time they met each other, um, but privately. They're not talking to each other about it, because that would be fucking weird, right? Yeah. But they're they're both kind of like at their own corners reminiscing about it. And uh, Alfred is taking Bruce across country to get him out of Gotham, because he thinks it would be good for his psyche to give that boy a break from the city. Right to the place where his parents were killed, no, and this is this is in his youth. This is yes, he's eight years old. I think I might have read this, but go ahead. So they're driving. Alfred gets a flat tire. Where Smallville? Oh no, no so, way. <laughs> so um, they pull off to the side of the road. Alfred gets out the donut like Gomez to fix his uh, his fucking tire. Right. Yeah. And Clark is playing baseball in the field next to it, and Jimmy Olsen's throwing him the ball. Right. And every time he throws him the ball, Clark is fucking knocking it from here to Kingdom Come. And Jimmy's like, "Look, that's it." I'm not getting it anymore. You want it, you go get it. You're fucking hitting this thing too far, right? And they're both thinking, Clark is like, I, rem- I remember the first time I saw him. That's Clark's words, right? And then you hear Batman's words, I'll never forget the first time I had to see him. <laughs> you know, like the way they're they're both remembering right. it in their own way. And um, he's like, uh, you know, Superman's like, I'll never forget it. And Batman's like, I can't forget it. And on and on. And then um, Jimmy Olsen's like, sees they see him sitting in the back of the car all fucked up 
you know, like just depressed and broken. And Jimmy Olsen's like, hey, do you want to see if that kid wants to play while his father's changing the, the tire? And um, Batman is thinking to himself, um, you know, I often wish they would have asked me to play. Yeah. You know, and, and Superman is like, Clark's response to Jimmy Olsen is, I don't think that boy plays games. <laughs> um, and then and, and then Superman is remembering it is, I often wished I would have asked him to play if maybe it would have made a difference. Mm-hmm. And then Batman's response internally is, but by that point, my life had changed and I had no time for games. And that's at eight years old. It's Selena. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, that's where his psychosis was. Like, um, and, I, and I think that like, and I, I honestly think that even to this day, you know, live action wise, the Nolan verse still captures that element of him being detached from the Bruce Wayne persona best. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can see when it's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think maybe times has changed, maybe. Um, also, like, just having more life experience is it's bad to see your parents get shot in front of you right i would imagine yeah I, I, it's not that bad well my mom I'd I, mean, I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean i mean like i'm not saying it's not that bad it's like not not the way batman makes it out to be i know a lot more tragic shit that happens to you than him having that using that excuse to have his whole fucking life the well, way it I is no but see i think you're looking at it wrong he's not using it as an excuse the trauma is see that's the thing you can't you can't not tell not a, an excuse, you but can't like, tell a person that, that's, how, how to respond to their trauma th- that is true and I mean, i'm just saying like maybe like because I know worse things happen Dude, to people, this right? This guy was that given like, everything. Why you, he was given everything. Why are you fucking being this little bitch, man? Come on. He was given. You're, you're, you're not talking about anybody that had to struggle. You're talking about the the son of Elon Musk. You're talking about right. You know this billionaire prodigy that w- never had to want for anything, that never had to miss anything, that never had to to, to feel defeat ever, yeah. because you could buy victory at every fucking turn, and then in one night. Everything is taken from you that you've known. And like, it's like, it's like I felt bad for the man with no shoes till I met the man with no feet. But having no shoes, if that's all you've known, sucks. I you guess. can't tell you can you can't say like I'm not saying it's, it's not I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's not bad if you're trying to shine for you. I'm just saying like no, I, but I don't I'm saying I, the response to that it just seems like but I can't like beyond like, beyond I, I don't know it's the same thing t- me takes, kind of, takes me out of um takes me out of suspense of disbelief at that point. See, I, I totally get it, man. Like I like I, I find in life most people that I know that that have never had to want for much mm-hmm. have the hardest time dealing with adversity. Mm. That's how I see that. It's like, that's a pretty big. It's not the worst. It's not the worst, but it's probably in top five. No, no, no. It's really bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the, and, the and response is, like, not, like, the you know, the action to reaction. It just doesn't mesh in my head, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 that works for me. But for one, once again, it's like, you can't, you know, I've seen, I've seen things that to me have been, like, I've seen things that have been, to me, minute to a point where I got to get a microscope out to see the damage really fuck with people. Mm. You know, so like this one, at least I'm like, oh yeah, well, I mean, it's fucking parents shot in cold blood. In oh, front I, of I do like that. Um, the kid's been fucking swimming in pearls for the past 40 years. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't make sense though if there is a history of mental illness, which this Batman does. Because yeah. his, his <clears> mom, mom is... is like was an art right. so that that makes it more believable like he already is predisposed to like being a little fucking nutty mm-hmm. so this 
setting him off the deep end. That's more believable to me than a, than an average eight year old reaction. Dude, I don't know, way. man. There's there's plenty of guys that go that have I mean, a, just that, the, have a, that have a fine life. They go to war when they're eighteen, and they got to deal with some life and death circumstances. Yeah. and come back and they're never but right. At, at eight years old, like I I don't I I don't know if one has a maturity to become Batman at eight years old. Yeah, well, he didn't the, become Batman at eight. I know, but like he he I mean, it just put him down that path. The the, the problem is that he didn't have the maturity to deal with it. And I think I think part of it is the pressure that probably that eight year old had from the world because mm. you know I, I, it's just like Tupac, all eyes on me. Right? <laughs> you see how that ended, right? So I think uh, I think there's a lot of there was a lot of expectation for him to be you know I mean even the the mayor at the at the uh, gala or whatever was like I want to talk to you. You ain't doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's get together. Do some shit, but I'm gonna get shot. And no, sell it. But after that's over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, what about Catwoman? I thought she was. I, I don't know if she reads to me as like not as a Catwoman. That, I'm with you, man. Right? I'm with you. I like the character. Yeah, she's cool. But um, it, but, it never, but it doesn't feel like Catwoman. But it's, if it's Catwoman year, like one month, right. a month, Catwoman month one, right? Basically, right. So I can see that, but yeah. Again, I can't s- speak for much because I'm not well versed mm-hmm. into Batman. Mm-hmm. But of what I think about Catwoman, that's not quite it. No, I, I agree. What about the uh, the Joker scene? Did we need it? No. Yeah. I, agree. No, I mean, like, I don't need it. I get why they threw it in there. Mm-hmm. It could have completely skipped it and wouldn't change the movie. And as a matter of fact, it made it a little bit goofy <clears throat> for me because he seems I a bit agree. goofy. I agree. From from a design standpoint, how did you like, uh, from what you could see, which was limited, but how did you like the design of the Joker? Uh, the idea of it was good, mm-hmm. but it read off as goofy. See, I, I, I did like the design because I, I do like this this idea of like the, the toxic... Yeah thing that yeah, yeah. gnarled your face yeah. into kind of a thing that's it's not a smile but it's got smile tendencies and there's it's a grimace there's an yeah, extended yeah. scene of that on youtube that's, okay it's worth, it's watch. worth watching okay. it's like six seven minutes so like no i like the idea of it but i'm not sure if it was execute executed properly it mm-hmm. was maybe too rough for me mm-hmm. that's fair uh, i'm trying to think if there was anything else um <laughs> i like gordon dude so, i love gordon, gordon i, I gordon think that guy does a great job yeah. i love that actor yeah, yeah. I, I like I like Gordon. I like and I like that Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never really. I like really his relationship with Batman, kind of. Yeah. Oh, I love the whole what what the hell is he doing here bit. I just thought that was. But, but you, you know what? I think I great. might have. I think that I'm trying to be objective. I because th- I didn't like Gordon in the Snyderverse a whole lot either. I'm wondering if. You know, once you put Gary Oldman in some well, sauce that, for me, I'm, I'm yeah. wondering what I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's never going to be Gary Oldman. Yeah, but don't say that. <laughs> uh, anything else, Joseph? Uh, that's it. Um, as far as I can remember, I did I say I watched Critical Role? I think I said that. Is that said Crit- that Critical Role? Yeah. No. No. Mm. Okay, I watched Critical Role. Finally, it's the um, uh, cartoon, the animated show of. The live D and D show that I watch, and it okay. it, it that I kickstarted like uh, helped okay. kickstarted. That, yes, that, I do remember that. Yeah, that's like one the most fastest growing Kickstarter in history at, nice. at that point. Anyway, and it's everything <laughs> everything I wanted it to be. I, Good. I can't wait for season two. That's awesome. So I watched the movie uh, by Guy Ritchie called Snatch with Jaina. Oh boy! Um, Did you have to turn on the subtitles? No. And you know what? 
she fucking loved it. Good. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. But, you know, for for a person that sometimes seems to have zero interest in live action, mm. um, like, she didn't... It, it, I, I'm fascinated by her taste sometimes, just because, like, you know, we'll watch plenty of sci-fi-ish things that's kind of closer in genre to her Preferred, anime yeah, taste, yeah, yeah. and she, she won't have any real interest, but, like, Silence of the Lambs or Snatch, and she, like attaches to almost immediately i think it may just be that it's such it's so different like those characters are so you know those gypsies that fucking they're just fucking wild and it's just it's almost dare i say this they're they're so over the top it's almost like an anime presentation of those characters i mean that yeah it is yeah, they're pretty. And I could I could see how somebody watches a ton of anime just like watching people have a dialogue is very fucking boring. That fucking dialogue is so goddamn sharp. Mm-hmm. It, like, I, mean, I need it, to watch that. That's again. what he's known for, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But I like, dude, I, I love like there's so many little like things that just if you, you if you're not laughing, you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> um but I love when uh, Bullet Tooth Tony loves that dude's tie and then brings his tie and rolls the window up and starts driving. Yes. He's like, Seamus, that tie has got you into this pickle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was great. I haven't seen it in years. And um, Jane and I were like just like laughing, like hitting each other, laughing so hard. Like it was a great, great experience for the two of us. Um, did I tell last week, I can't remember, playing that game about the trains? Um, Ticket to Ride is what it's called. I don't believe so. So there's this game that they have. It's a board game. <clears throat> and I quite enjoy it. It's got a little bit of strategy to it, but it's definitely like a kid's game. It's called Ticket to Ride. And like you get a certain amount of color-coordinated cards. CCCs, if you will. And, 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 <laughs> and they... um. You know, and you have a map, and you're trying to get these trains. You get these tickets, and you're trying to get from Winnipeg to Minnesota or whatever. Like, but like when you lay the trains down, you occupy a space. So now somebody can't use that space. Now some routes have multiple tracks and uh-huh. whatever. But sometimes you could just put down a train that you have no interest in getting to that destination, but you just know it's going to fuck up what they're working on. So you can just occupy that space, and now you fuck their game up, right? So there's a little bit of strategy to it. We've been playing it all. But it's a like Selena can play it, Jana can play it, I can play it, Laura can obviously play it, but the baby's not quite ready for it, right? So she's on a team <laughs> with Laura, and she has all these. She's in charge of the train pieces, like the little plastic train pieces, but she's fucking them off a hundred percent. So like she's making her little games with them. She's got some under the pillow over here. Some are sitting under the couch. Some are like you know all this shit. Um, and we keep telling her throughout the whole game, right? We're like, you can't have them all over the place. Pile them into a pile. Pile them into a pile. She's like, okay. And then she'll just fuck them all off again. And we're like, you can't have them all over the place. <laughs> so at the very end, Laura's one train short. Oh, no. Oh, no. And she's like, where's the train? Leia, where's the train? And Leia looks to her left real quick, looks to her right real quick, and then goes, <gasps> somebody stole it. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a character, man. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. <laughs> um, I read Superman Year One that you saw up on my. Uh, yeah, yeah, on my yeah. I finished reading that. It's okay. All um, right. There's some. There's some interesting parts to it. I, like I was interested in it because it was a Frank Miller Superman story. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's what caught my eye. And the art, I like Ramita yeah, Jr. Yeah, Ramita so. Jr. did the art. And, and the art is good. And it, it's just like, uh, it's a little disjointed. Like, it's like kind of like, 
I see what they're going for. Obviously, they're trying to tell these like three small stories. Like one is about his like childhood in in um in Smallville. Mm-hmm. One is about like he in this kind of universe he joins the military at eighteen, which kind of makes sense. Um, and there's that whole experience which is kind of interesting. And then his kind of first year in Metropolis. But I, I feel like I was sold a little bit of wolf tickets on it because it mm-hmm. says Superman Year One. Yeah. So all I really want is the first Superman year, yeah. year One story. Yeah. Um. But that being said, all things being equal, the the thing that I found most interesting about it was Frank Miller really leans into the constant state of reserve that Clark has to be in. Right. Of like, you know, pushing this button, but not too hard. Grabbing this soda, but not too hard. You'll give it away. Don't like, you know, like open the top off of this, but not too hard. You'll crack it into a billion pieces and you'll give it away. Like this constant state of having to be in control. To be at 10% at all times. At all times. And and to start that at such a young age, and that's why he's able to keep such his composure by the time he's in his 20s Discipline. and that's that's an interesting look at that character and i think maybe that's a good point i think maybe that reserve comes across as off-putting mm-hmm. when he is superman mm-hmm. like think about in general mass think about in in uh uh bvs when he's walking into the into the the chamber mm-hmm. where the bomb's gonna go off and he's just got this obviously now that you say that's a great point it's a great takeaway the dude's just really just like Trying to do ten percent, yeah. You know? The one time it would really suck is if if he really had to pee and he goes in the bathroom <laughs> and he just fucking pisses a hole through the fucking building. <laughs> so at one point, uh, some girl he's with that may have even been Lois. I can't remember. Some girl that he's with like drowns, and he's trying to give her mouth to mouth. And even with that, he's like, "Don't explode her fucking lungs." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just give her a little bit. Like you can't you can't blow hard, so to speak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 into this girl's mouth because you're going to fucking obliterate her. Right. You know, and that it was just an interesting kind of, because it, it's a constant theme throughout it. And, and that was that was kind of hmm. curious. Um, and then the only other thing is uh, I'm watching a show on Hulu called Impeachment. It's about, uh, obviously, it's about uh, Bill Clinton's mm. uh, and Monica Lewinsky's, Lewinsky's um bit and um i got a bill in my mouth like i'm hillary rodham <laughs> you know that's from no three six <laughs> oh actually it's from uh, grills the nelly song grill oh okay <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's also funny about that is like uh up here in my circle of friends for probably 10 years or so the term bill based on bill clinton became a slang term for dick mm-hmm. um so like i think that's kind of what that means it's, it's talking about well, I think he's saying I got a bill in my mouth like the amount of money. He's got I know, his, but but then he's saying a bill in my mouth, right? Like, right, well, he's, he, right, yeah, right. right. But I'm saying clever. like for us, it's just yes. you got a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but which is uh, so. Uh, side note: I was at working for social services. Uh, I worked there for a year. Uh, I fucking hated it. Um, only job I've ever had to use my college uh, degree for. Least paying job of my life, and the only time I've been miserable in the workforce. Um, it's American dream. American dream. So uh, anyway, the person who, who taught us uh, how to do our jobs, an income maintenance specialist, Joe, you might have heard of us. <laughs> um, but we basically interviewed people to see if they applied for food stamps, medical assistance, or temporary cash assistance, which is like um, the welfare of Maryland. We don't have welfare in the, in the real sense or the right. kind of sociopolitical, stereotypical sense. Um so I would interview people, right? And they would talk about how to like handle like people's bills and stuff. And so like I put, it was, I had a flip phone at the time, but I started, it had a little record feature on there and I was recording it. And I was like, 
and I was just trying to get her to say the most awful shit, like in terms of like my friends and stuff. So I was like, I was like, so what? So what do we do if it you know doesn't meet the amount that blah blah blah? She'd be like, oh, then you you gotta you gotta eat the bill. I'm like, you gotta eat the whole bill. And she's like, yeah, eat the. I was like, put the whole bill in your mouth and just eat it. You know, and she, and she's like. <laughs> My God, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sending, and then I'm like putting it under the table and sending it to all my friends, and then putting it back. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, the show's great. It's uh, it's shot well, it's acted well, it's uh, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of like kind of like DC Arlington culture as far as like you know working in what little facility and what yeah. means what, and it's it's so I'm only two episodes in, but I'm loving it. So is this far. the one that Monica Lewinsky's an executive producer on or something? Oh, or, maybe I don't know. I, I, don't may, know. I may have my wires crossed on that. Uh, it, it sounds like it could be, um, and that's it. So we have a little bit of notes. Uh, first and foremost. Uh, rest in peace to Neil Adams. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's the only note for this week. Um, <laughs> okay. Rest in peace to Neil Adams. Uh, died at the age of 80. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, my Neil Adams books collections are upstairs. But the um, there's two people responsible for giving Batman his balls back. One is Frank Miller mm-hmm. and one is Neil Adams. Yeah. And uh, without those two gentlemen, we don't have Batman as... Uh, we don't have Batman the Animated Series. We don't have 89 Keaton. We don't have any of this shit. They helped redefine that character. I've met him multiple times. True uh, fucking gentleman. Yeah. I was um, going to say, I met him kind of on accident once. We were at, at BCC Baltimore. Yep. He was and always he always there. had a huge booth. Yep, all his yep, friends. Yep. And I was just like looking at the art and I didn't even fucking see. He was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even... I was like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, hey, you know, just kind of casual banter back and forth. And I didn't even fucking realize. I'm like, oh, God damn. That's, that's, you know, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Um, but super nice dude. I mean, that yeah. limited interaction. I Every had. time. Every yeah. time. Like, I remember, you know, it's Neil fucking Adams. And I remember when, when we first started Nerd Rage, we like went around to like try to meet people to do like little bits on camera. Mm-hmm. For, and, uh, like, you know, there was people that had like some freak of the week ass book that was out and were like, nah, I don't think so. You know, and Neil Adams, this fucking legendary god of comics, was like, right. yeah, uh, yeah, what do you guys want? I'll, I'm down to help, you know, if it'll help you That's guys. Great. And, you know, like, he's just that dude. Like, so rest in peace. Um, and then we have questions. Um, hold on one second while I get these up. All right, so here we go. And uh, no super long questions this week I have uh, checked. Um, but this is from... Why don't you tell them real quick where they can... Uh, oh, yeah, of course. If you would like to ask us a question, just... um, mm, You can email us at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com. Mm. That was hard. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is from Fighting Rabbit. Ignorance and fun question. What's up, Spell Boys? <laughs> First off, thanks for being the highlight of my week for so many of us listeners. I always look forward to Tuesday and Wednesday because of you guys. Okay, so question one. I live in Florida, Daytona Beach to be exact, and man, some of the ignorant stuff I hear from coworkers almost every day is incredible. Thanks to a lot of recent current events, I got to hear more homophobia and casual racism than usual. I try to just ignore it because I have to work with these people, but damn. So my question is, how often do you guys have to deal with workplace ignorance, and how do you deal with it? Thanks in advance. That's question one so i'll start like just 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 to set the groundwork um i'm gonna share a story Mm. and i hope i i hope i'm not offending any anyone or putting out any information that's that's not that's not meant to be shared publicly so i'm gonna leave names out of it there is a person that is that has transitioned from male to female, and she is coming to my house uh, soon. Uh, 
And she hit me up and asked if it was still cool that she came um, based on her transition, based on my children, based on all these things. And my answer to that, to, to her, um, was absolutely. As long as you are okay mm. with still, I have not transitioned. <laughs> Basically, do you or, know what I mean? Or, yeah. or changed or grown up at all. Or, or, or <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you, Bobby, but let's, let's not mix words. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I used, when you would come over, years ago, I would make jokes about things regarding you then, mm-hmm. and I'm, I might make some jokes about things that are regarding you now, mm. because I have not changed, but neither has my respect for you. Mm. My respect hasn't changed. I'm just still the same dude. And as long as you haven't changed or have expected me to have changed in some way, outside of the obvious changes, of course, but right. character-wise, then we're cool. Absolutely cool. See, my thing is, like, just to say, because I don't know what he's talking about, right? Because I'm not going to his job, et cetera, et cetera. You can always tell I'm not a super, like, sensitive person about that shit like if people have gay jokes trans jokes race jokes about me about others about people that whatever like you can for me i feel like i am socially adept enough where i can maneuver through that space and i know what's malicious mm-hmm. i know what Intention. has hate behind it yeah. which is a totally different vibe than jokes like the thing is is like most jokes between my friends revolve around things that make us different right that could be from the color of your skin look at me to the (laughs) stare directly into my eyes (laughs) that could be from the color of your skin oh i got it now too (laughs) uh to the type of car you drive Mm -hmm. you know like uh or if you or if you have or if you have a donut on your car how's how's that civic yeah, exactly. Or if you stand up to wipe your ass. Exactly. God damn it, Joe. So, so like stand with standing standards. <laughs> so I will say I don't really come in contact with a lot of real home what I consider to be real homophobic or racist comments. However, I come in contact with that shit all the time that many others might outside of my world consider to be that. Mm-hmm. But I can give you uh one I can give you two examples of times where I have corrected it just to, just to mm-hmm. try to answer the question. There's a guy who I didn't know that well. It was when Facebook first started changing their algorithm where you could start seeing people comment on other people's shit oh, even yeah. if you weren't following other people's shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I saw, I didn't know this dude. Nobody really knew him. He didn't work with us. He just worked in the same field-esque. And even work is a relative term. Um, this is years and years and years ago. He used the M-word in a, in a post. Mm. Oh, Wow. I responded to it, which I wouldn't even do now because I'd be too afraid to even have my name tied to it in any way, shape, Mm -hmm. or form. But I responded to it and I said, what the fuck? And just let it sit. This person came up to me and was like, this is weeks later, and was like, hey, just to let you know, I didn't mean anything by that comment. And I was like, well, whether you meant it, like whether you mean it, it means something to me. Yeah. I was like, there's people that I work with here directly that you work with. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to think in my mind, that's how you see them. Mm -hmm. There's kids that my, there's people that my kids call uncle 
And now in my mind, you're calling their uncle that. Mm-hmm. So I can never fuck with you again. Mm. He ended up quitting. Wow. And moved. Good. Wow. Um, now there's a now that's that but that's like a clear cut. That's clear cut. Clear that's, cut, right? No, I feel like uh, it's rarely clear cut. Yeah. Like I say this all the time when I have race conversations, like with you know with EMT EM Tyler and you know whatever. Like I probably could count on one hand the amount of times I've ever really heard the N word said. I don't mean from my playlist. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, really said. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep the body count low. You know exactly. But like that was one of them. You know. Now here's one that was a little less. You know that. I was somewhere in a conversation where they were talking about uh, basically affirmative action, but not necessarily by that name. But but you know per, you know going out of your way to diversify a workforce, and they didn't say anything racist, but there was something about the way that they were saying it that I was like, there might be some racist sauce in here somewhere. <laughs> like I, like you the know vibes. like yeah, and um, and I just said like uh, and he said like uh, he's one of the things he said is I just hate when people use their genetics as a crutch, and then I just and then I and then I said I said I I, I hate I'll be honest I I hate excuses in general, mm. and I said but didn't you open up with your someone you knew was a qualified white male and didn't get the job Mm -hmm. because of diversity so aren't you using that as a crutch for why he didn't get hired Mm. and he just looked at me good point and i said look man my thought on all of this stuff is we're a lot more alike than we are different and we like to see ourselves as the victim or the hero, you know what I mean, and maybe not just that we just we just maybe weren't the best you know, <laughs> yeah. choice, yeah. you know. Um, so I try to deal with it when I when it when it's not malicious, but I can I can I feel like there might be some tones to it. I try to to deal with it in a in a more like ex- exposing way, not exposing them, but exposing a, a different point of view. Yeah, perhaps. open the mind up a little bit, open the eyes. When it's hate, hate, then I have to stand for something. Yeah, because I have to stand for something. Right. Yeah. Anybody else? I mean, coworker-wise, I um, recently he was fired, but like, he, I haven't ignored motherfucker that I just ignore because I mean he's not over the top racist or sexist or stuff, but he's just one of those like conspiracy theorist type guys, <clears throat> like COVID's not real type fucking uh-huh. deal, and he worked in a pharmacy, so like I just that's wild. They, they, a is like there's there's no correcting it. Like usually when I talk to somebody. It's like you, like you. There's there's either a correcting or like opening your eyes, or like my older white manager who who has some weird thoughts. Sometimes I'm like, think about it this way instead, because like it's ignorance versus hate, right? Right. right. Sometimes right. people are I, brought up a certain way, dude. and they might have some ignorant views. If there's hate, there's flat out no. Mm-hmm. Um, like that that time that one guy who wouldn't take money from my black cashier mm. at work, like yeah. that. That's no. Right. Like right. I, I don't need to talk to you. Correct. It's just no. Uh, correct. Um, but yeah, like I said, I have two coworkers at one of my jobs. One was fired now because he's just an ignorant fuck, and I just I tuned him out. I mean, was he fired for a cause for something like that, or was it just like just a over job the time, just a, a job performance overall, yeah. just ignorance over the years? Um, I tried to rein him in when he starts talking to customers who are captive audiences. Basically, he loves fucking just chatting people up, and he starts going off the deep end. If, you, if he keeps going, he will mm-hmm. go. Off and I have to like rein him in, but you know my other guy, the the white the white guy manager, older gentleman. I have conversations with him sometimes just to like, hey man, perspective. Yeah, perspective. Yeah, and my, he he receives it well. He, yeah, he's like, good. oh yeah. I mean, honestly, I think 
Yeah, saying things obviously is awful, but if you're willing to, to listen and, and, and maybe change your your outlook, I think it says a lot about people. I, I, my work situation is different because I, I, I work remotely. I don't I don't interact with people mm-hmm. that I work with other than, you know, Zoom calls and telephones and stuff. But I've got a couple guys on, on our greater team here that... that I say some things, and, and it's it, it's exactly what you said, Joe. It's it's ignorance, yeah. And and a lot of it had to do with the the situation over the past couple of years, whether political or socio economic or whatever. And it's just like I, I mean, I say something back, and you know, because they're not saying anything that's, that's harmful to anybody other than really themselves. It's not racist. That this is more of you know, it was about COVID. You know, it it. it I think that put a fucking stake in the ground and, and broke up a lot of people. Well, I also think it was it happened during a time where everyone wanted to put a stake in the ground about it. anything. Like, yeah. Everything got politicized, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, he did have a second question. He said, uh, there's always mentions of drill music on the pod. And oh, I was wondering... Only when Bobby's on. Which, which is, I guess, every episode, Transformers yeah. do you think listen to drill? Oh, the, the, stun- the Stunicons. <laughs> that's, <laughs> all they, that's why they're so mad all the time. <laughs> and uh, maybe the Dinobots. Don't let the Dinobots listen to drill music. They're awful enough without the assistance. I think they have... They, they, I think they would just like the sound of the... <laughs> and have no idea what they're talking about. And um, Swerve the guy with the... the Swerve. Swerve listens to drill. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that's all he You're fucking right. talks about. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, there's, your, there's your title. Swerve listens. To I think yeah. uh, Blaster's more likely to listen to Drill than Soundwave. No, I think Blaster so listens. I agree. I think Blaster li- listens to nothing but like fucking boom bap, fucking 80s uh, rap music. <laughs> yeah, that that is what seems most appropriate. I, I think Soundwave plays classical on his yeah, own he time. Does. He does. On, and then, yeah, on his own that. time, yeah, or or maybe even jazz, <laughs> something instrumental. Yes, um, something sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is from Joe S. Hey, nerders, lot of long, complicated <laughs> questions last week. So here's a palette cleanser. What's your favorite color? Black, if you count it as black, a color. Right. Yeah, because mine too. Technically, it's not itself a color. What you guys ready for this? Yeah, it's off the rails. Gray. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, seriously. I, 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 I forgot. That's why I paint all my diorama. Gray has like I, I, <laughs> I like neutral colors, like black, gray, and white. But like gray has been really Look creeping up what there. We're like, all wearing today black and gray, right? yeah. and, and red. That's all I wear. Yeah. Red is the only real color I like. But like yeah, gray, gray might be like. Have Have you? Like this ever, I, have you ever fucking like attached some kind of attribute to your identity and then you're afraid to change it? Mm-hmm. Because I've always loved black and I always Shatter fucking cast. stand black. Oh shit! Shaving my head. And but like yeah. now I'm trying to I'm like starting to realize black might not be my favorite color and that scares me. Oh wow! What Ooh. do you think it is? Gray. Gray. Yeah. It's a little peak of light. It, 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 but like I feel like it might change me fundamentally as a person <laughs> to admit that. So I have not. Just wait till your hair goes gray and then it'll obviously just. He says, P.S. In response to asking last week why my wife had a concussion, she hit her head hard on a low door frame showing the movers around our old house. Within 20 minutes, she had enough concussion system, symptoms that she had to be taken by ambulance to the oh ER. Wow. I had Am- to stay with the movers. I felt ambulance. like shit not being able to be there with her. Um, I know the vibes of hitting your head on a low door frame. Trust me. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a, that's about. I hope I didn't say anything disrespectful. I was no. gone. Bump, I mean, bumping your head is, is, is humans are weird, man. You can fall out of a three story building and be fine, or like yeah. Bump, I, I, I had a guy who like was sitting on like a, a air conditioner unit, which mm-hmm. is like you know three feet off the ground, fell off and broke his fucking leg. And like people bump <laughs> their head funny. all the fucking time, right? Yeah. But 
like I, I I'll say this. I I knew a guy personally. I knew a guy who fucking got up, bumped his head on a ladder that was sticking out of his work truck, died a, a few weeks later from like yeah. fucking bloodshed in his brain. It's crazy. So Josh G wrote back to, to apparently he asked a question last week and it got off the rails. We're, we're surprise, sorry, Josh. Surprise, G. surprise. This was not the, the, the rail keeping episode last week. Um, he said, and I felt bad reading this. He said, I wrote in last week and my question somehow morphed into giving me dating advice. <laughs> I don't remember what the me question Me neither, was, which so. makes it even more scary. Um, he said, uh, I was trying to keep it short and in doing so it may have come across confusing. Apologies for that. This is the one long email, but I figured he deserved it. Um, I was saying that I've been very good friends with a female for about three years now her and i share a lot of similar interests mainly smallmouth and pike fishing tournaments hey, yeah! um Sounds she's like also time. very good to my autistic son i want to make it clear that i do not have any romantic interest in her we tried that i felt no spark and i ended it quickly for the sake of not damaging our friendship how mature about six or about six or so months ago she started dating someone else uh, normally, I mind my own business when it comes to her dating life, but about three months ago, through a coincidence, I discovered that her boyfriend is on the registry and was convicted 20 years ago for a first-degree sexual assault of a child. In my state, a child is defined as under 13 years old. Oof. Oof. My friend is in her mid-30s, and her boyfriend is in his mid-50s. That puts him around mid-30s at the time of his conviction. I spoke to her right age gap, I guess. I spoke to her about this and told her I was uncomfortable hanging around with someone who thought it was okay to date someone with, with this conviction. I thought it demonstrates extremely poor judgment and character on her part. Oh, she, she knows too. Okay. She seemed to agree because she said she was going to drop him. That hasn't happened in three months since we spoke about it. I haven't spoken with her except for a couple of texts she sent me, which I answered. So not to be rude, but I made them very brief. Also, I think the relationship will inevitably end, and I'm not sure I'm willing to welcome her back with open arms. Do you guys think I'm overreacting? Acting, how do you feel about this and what would you do in my situation? You're not, you're not the asshole. Yeah, that's I, I, what he led yeah, with last yeah. week. Am I the asshole? You're not the asshole. No. no. I, I, like I said earlier, there are some things you don't redeem from. There's some right. lines you cross and you're done. That, yeah. that guy crossed that line. He's done. And, and, and I'll be honest, fucking, her willing to accept that? Yeah, no. I that says, I'm, you're, says I'm a lot about her, her too. too. I'm, and I, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm just saying that uh, this seems, all of the evidence here seems very damning, right? Yes. Uh, 13 or under, uh, yes. first degree. Yes. But I just want to go on record and say, I still don't know what that means. Okay. I, I just, I don't, I don't know what first degree sexual assault means in, in his That's true. state. Like, if I, you I, peed yeah. in front of someone who's 13 year old, that, and if that counts, by, then By yes. accident. Like, yeah. And I'm not saying that that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. We but I had a, a good friend of mine that ended up on the sex offender list for something completely out of his control and it ruined his life and he eventually committed suicide over it. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, it depends on what I don't, if, 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 if he's a monster, yeah. Then you're not wrong for putting your stake in the sand and saying I'm not going to be affiliated with monsters or people that condone monstrous acts. Mm -hmm. That's that's a matter of character yes. and principle, and, and you're well within your rights to do so. It's sad, yeah. but you're well within your rights to do so. But without knowing the details, is that, I think is, it's is always worth it. On registry, what people did, I don't know. It it, it says basically that, that that what the conviction was, right? What the charge, like first degree. Yeah, but it doesn't say what. It doesn't give the details. Details, no. That's it, rough. It doesn't. So, I mean, honestly, I. But you can probably find that out. It's probably record, isn't it? I would. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know either. But but the, yeah, I, I don't know how deep you can dig there. I would have a conversation with her and expi explain it again. Like, look, 
I can't be around. You. I can't be friends with you if this is what you're willing to accept in your life. Or also figure out what the story is. Right. Ask her if she's had that conversation with him, and maybe after hearing it, you're like, okay, well that doesn't that doesn't sound monstrous. That sounds unfortunate, or yeah. that you know, or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't think that you have to forgive anyone. Like once again, much like Batman, and you can't tell him how to deal with his trauma. Yeah. You, like. You can't tell somebody else how to respond to, you know what I mean? Like you, he, you can't be held to a standard of having to respond a certain way because people that you care about want you to respond that way. Yeah. You're within your rights to respond however the fuck you want, you know, yeah. as long as you're good with that. Exactly. Um, I hope that was a much more. Mat- thanks. Thanks for giving us a second chance yeah, thanks for, to make a first thanks for impression. Us, we got redemption. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, Blaster wrote in with some ideas for our key grip podcast. Oh, nice. Um, uh, getting a good grip. Okay. Uh, grilling the grips. <laughs> Last week we said we're going to do, uh, we're going to try to have key grips on as guests. Yes. Just, um, uh, getting, they would, they would come. Getting grippy with it. <laughs> oh. Gripless leg syndrome. Um, grip rage radio. Grips over wine and cheese. Shattered cast firmly gripped. <laughs> wow. wow. Bobby gets grippy. And, or eight weeks. <laughs> Let's just roll into eight week season two. I think that's the play. Uh, all right. Nathan P. Right saying, Heidi Ho, Nerd Ragers. Hope you're all doing well. Got to say, the last email was embarrassing to hear being read live. Sort of cracked when I wrote it, but what y'all said, don't make me feel any type of way about it. I'll, co- I'll still co-sign what was said by Bubba and Chris, especially the practice saves pot. Patient saves pockets from Chris. I literally waited for the fans' toys, Decepticon headmasters, and reissues were just put up. The email was super embarrassing for me, but I did say to lay me out if I was out of line, so what more can I ask for? Although it was basic in a tantrum email, a dumb tantrum, so I apologize. In an effort to make up for last week's bum-ass question that I sent, I got two questions. First of all, let me apologize. I was also fucked up. Um, and <laughs> This is the gentleman who was, asking, who was talking about the prices. Uh, These prices are too high. Yeah. So here, here's a, here's another thing, uh, Nathan. I, and, and once again, thank you for another redemption. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what is happening? I uh, I have a bad character trait myself, where I will forego the feelings of anyone to get a laugh out of a room. Mm. You know, and I know I, and I think that I try to reconcile it by just like when I was in Annapolis and this girl said I got a big head with nothing but sunglasses on it I laughed at that louder than anyone she was with and they laughed but I thought that shit was funny because this is a funny concept like you got all this room for stuff on your head but you only got the nerve to put like it's just a funny concept to me but like I'm kind of up for it you know and and not everybody is and so Uh, I, I appreciate everybody dealing with me in my, my moment. Um, he said, when a dude is dating a woman who already has kids, specifically two, is he wrong for going over to her house in the mindset of feeding two? Is he obligated to feed the kids as well? <laughs> Nathan, you've got a budget issue, my friend. Hold on. So you're dating a woman who has kids and you're going to take food over to her house? 
for just you two. No, it's you can't do okay. that. Well, it, depends, okay. it depends. You can't do if that. you're getting foie gras for you and her, you're right. probably not going to get the kids. But if you're going kids. to fucking Burger King, get them a goddamn Whopper Junior yeah. and be done with it, or, bro. It's two bucks. Or if you're going and you know the kids will be in bed or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and that's different also. But if you're like, if you plan on just sitting down with your girl and having a meal while these kids look at you with like the sad cat eyes, yeah, <laughs> you got to <laughs> like Puss in Boots yeah, and Shrek <laughs> holding their hats. Yeah, you just gotta, get them some fucking uh, fucking. Uh, Fish, fishes, bro. Yeah. Crackers, some animal crackers, bro. Or, or like Donna Nuggets, pop them in the oven, and you know that I think that that's okay if you're getting something like if you're getting something a little bit more sophisticated. Like say like you're my wife and you're gonna go get a fresh bowl of kava. Um, if, if you're gonna get kava for you and her, and you know the fucking kids aren't gonna go anywhere near that shit. Um, but you bring like a box of Donna Nuggets, like here, throw these fucking things in the oven. Me and mom are gonna sit air back fryer. with this, yeah. or, or in an air fryer. Um, <laughs> second question: Do you think it's better to go through experiences and have stories about it, or listen to those with experience? and have no stories of your own oh man depends depends on what what those are no i'm gonna be honest with you i've firmly come to the 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 uh realization that i care nothing about what's at the end i am all about the journey because i'll look forward to something a whole lot and when it finally happens i'm like i wish i could get the feeling back to looking forward to it yeah but sometimes it's better to avoid certain aspects yeah. of that journey if you can learn from other people's I, this experiences is, this, like it's true you don't nobody needs a it's crazy true. axe bro right right or um you know any, <laughs> i don't know man i, I uh, it depends on it depends on the level I mean, of crazy listen, i'll say the practice marriage was fucking priceless for me. <laughs> I, I had practice marriage too was like, yeah. um yeah, I think it depends. I think if if it's if it's something that you could that isn't like detrimental to your psyche or person, but you can learn from it, it's mm-hmm. better to have your own experience. But if it's something that you can save, I mean, there's some things like I mean, I don't think you can't hear somebody's story about having their heart broken and know what the fuck that feels. That's like. true. But I I had to be involved in a trial for over a year once. Had to stand in front of a jury mm-hmm. and. If my story could help somebody avoid that stress for a year, they'd be better off for it. I understand. And it's also like a yeah. prospective versus retrospective thing, right? Because like some things in our lives, some trying times made, made us who we are. Well, exactly. so that's interesting because now that things, I'm saying it, I'm like, I'm probably a better person for are, having right. gone through it. Because if, honestly, but, but, if that hadn't happened, you might have done some more dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't be here. But you couldn't, you can't see, Not in this space. you can't see the future, right? So like, because we've already experienced those and we know who we are but but what's to say we're not any better off you know if right. we never went through that in the first place no, you, I right. mean, there's no way to know so like preventative I think preventative is in general a good thing mm-hmm. I think hearing other people's stories is may give you a, a, a pause when those situations mm-hmm. come up but living through that is going to make it's you priceless. who you are it's yeah. going to make you who you are yeah it could be make you a bad person man <laughs> that's well, true too Bobby are we podding today I think we're podding today Ooh. and a number of different the Batman yeah. conversation the trauma the, all that, we've gotten into some shit today um, and I've had some, some apologies about my own behavior <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. How's it going, NRR crew? Another weird hypothetical question for you guys. Tomorrow you are told that there is no way to solve world hunger with... There is a way to solve world hunger with only one string attached. That string being that you and one other person important to you must go to prison for the next 30 years. Granted, it's a relatively nicer person for mostly white-collar criminals... It's a relatively nicer prison. I'm fucking up. For mostly white collar criminals, you'll get a pretty good commission budget, and they'll throw in conjugal visits. And the uh, if the other person's going is your significant other, do you take the prison sentence? Not the federal pal me in the ass prison. No, I would because everybody's going to know. It depends. Is this public knowledge that you are sacrificing this? Because otherwise, it's going to be kind of a cakewalk in prison. <laughs> I think 
comparatively so because everybody's like uh, can gonna, can I bring can you, all my unfinished projects with me? Because exactly. that's actually can I bring my? I don't think so. Because I think you're still going to prison. Is there a workshop? Don't there they have like? Use? Don't they have like games and shit in yeah. prison? Yeah, but their games like cards and dominoes and you can't, shit. You, you can't, can't paint like, 40k. Can't stuff? paint 40k stuff. There. I was gonna say that would actually be a good thing for me. To finish. <laughs> is it a prison like Magneto is in? It's all clear and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, uh, like this. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to be honest, but my answer is no. Well, you got kids and shit, man. That's, that's it. That's like different. I can't, I can't skip that experience. Living through that experience, like I, I, I owe them. Then mm. you know what I owe my kids is greater than what I owe the world. Mm. That's fair, also. Yeah. Um, he said that he has a PS on here. Uh, for those who don't know, commissary is kind of like the prison equivalent of Amazon. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm, fam- I'm familiar with commissary. Um, he's. I used to work for commissary warehouse. Thanks for the laughs, guys. Have a good one. Hmm. Um, Billings. I know Bobby Pickyface might not know if either experience here, but I was curious if you guys enjoy cilantro. Uh, they say twenty percent of people on Earth have a variety, have a variation in an olfactory gene, which makes cilantro taste like soap to them. Yeah. Yep, I've heard that many times. I was curious if any of you fall into that or not, or those just are, don't like it anyway. I those are the only people cilantro. that don't eat Chipotle are the people with that fucked up gene. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like Chipotle chicken. Yeah, they, cause they, I just I get mean, the chicken and cheese. rice too. The rice has. Um, I just get the chicken cilantro. and cheese. I, lo- I like just, cilantro. Did you get a taco? You don't get a burrito when you go. I get a burrito with chicken and cheese. No rice. Mm. That's not a burrito, bro. Well, is it's it? put in a burrito wrap. It doesn't make a taco. It's like a round quesadilla. Is I don't know. I, I, I save a burrito with chicken and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they know what I want. <laughs> Do you guys like asparagus? Similarly mm-hmm. to cilantro, some people don't have the ability to smell the very pungent post-asparagus odor in there or anyone else's <laughs> urine, so not everyone can experience the aroma of asparagus pee. Again, <laughs> was just curious if you like the vegetable and if you can or cannot detect the unique smell. Love the vegetable. I only eat two cooked vegetables. So that's broccoli and asparagus. Mm. I eat a lot of raw vegetables. I eat a lot of lettuce. I eat a lot of carrots, uh, celery. Yeah, fucked up looking carrots. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, right? That's a you thing. Yeah. Um, you should join that ugly produce subscription where they just send you these hideous looking things that they can't send Oh, because it's cheaper. And, and it tastes just as... Yeah, you, I, you can do that. I shouldn't. Is, there, is that Facebook group for it? Or probably. probably. Uh, but I also smell asparagus, asparagus piss. Yeah. I do too. I, I'll be honest, I, I like asparagus a fair bit. My, my mom never cooked it growing up. I don't know if my dad didn't like it or she didn't, just wasn't exposed to it. Uh but I, I really love asparagus. Really? I do too. I'll take it or leave it. I'll, I'll eat it if it's on my plate. I'll even order it at the restaurant. What's your favorite? There's a lot of vegetables I would just eat if it's on my plate. What's your top pasta? two cooked vegetables? Broccoli. Uh, so we're going to share that. Um, it's a Chinese thing. I don't even know how to say it in fucking English. You say it in Chinese? I, I think it's watercress. I think it's watercress. Well, yeah, crunchy. Watercress. Is it crunchy? Is It almost looks like a potato slice and it's crunchy. Is that what, what you're talking about? I think you're talking about water chestnuts. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> So it's almost like a bamboo shoot kind of Watercress is more like spinach. Oh, okay. okay. Um, actually, which I love spinach also. Cooked mm. vegetables, corn. Is that a vegetable? <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Okay, is, then tell me seed? what you mean by a vegetable. Any, anything but cor- corn's like has no nutritional value or uh, whatever. So like, corn's delicious. Not? Yeah, I, I thought zero, they made yeah. a whole ass syrup out of corn. Oh they yeah, do, but, it, but it has no nutritional oh. value. Uh, Fibers and Maybe? apparently corn was. I mean, it was part of the food. It was. It became a I staple. Love corn. I love corn. It I became corn. a staple during the Great Depression because it fills you up. Uh, I like corn with a K. Mm-hmm. I love corn with a C. Um, oh god! I mean, I I eat damn near everything. So I like uh, I like zucchini. Mm. And squash, grilled, hmm. grilled, fried, um, raw, fried anything. Is Long, That's short, not even fair. Man. Like you, know. no. I mean, I like like sautéed. I like okay. sautéed squash and 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 uh, growing up, it, my parents had a garden and you know they always grew squash and, and cooked it. And I, I like that. I like um, 
uh, I like green beans. Um, used to not like green beans. I like green beans now. Yeah, uh, a lot of it's just like I eat it. And also, if I, you put I, it on my plate, I, I know I'm, I'm supposed to eat it because it's nutrition value. So I tell Chris, like, don't ask me if I want a vegetable. Just put it on my plate. Yeah. Worst cooked vegetable. Worst raw vegetable is broccoli. So I can eat that. Yeah. It's I, fucking I, yeah, gross. I've that seen aftertaste, yeah. which boggles my mind, because that is a very strange texture, and you're a texture yeah. guy. It's, I can, I can the handle taste it. Taste is we. I don't know. But the worst good. cooked vegetable, tomato. Oh yeah, you don't like tomatoes. I fucking hate a tomato. See, I, I, I'll plow I don't care through a tomato. Like, put, I, like if you put a tomato, just like cut it in half and put that some bitch on the grill. No. Oh god, I, it's so good. You just, I'll just take a tomato and just put some salt on it. Yeah, you slice it up and put it on the grill, like vertically, so it slices right into well, what it was. Tomatoes technically a fruit though. So That's true. Um, winning anything here for me is peas. Peas, peas. Like oh, if, like green. Mm, like so, I if like I was have, that in the pocket. Uh, they're like a ball, little green balls. Like peas. Okay, green peas. Green yeah, peas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like if if not I, green peas, Joe. Not if, green peas. Black, black eye peas. If you ever get those little like triggers Ooh. in the in, yep. on the side of your jaw, <laughs> yes. where you're gonna vomit. Oh. One spoonful of peas triggers those things is, for me. Is it is it, is it traumatizing childhood thing like, uh, like it, so? It was one of those ones I had to eat when I was a kid, and go. I used to eat them one at a time and swallow them whole. Wow. Like pills. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to think if there's something that I, I came out that way too. Yeah. I, I, carrots if they're not cooked right, like yeah, I prefer cooked carrots. Get kind of like slimy. I like caramel. I like sweet, I like sweet carrots. Yeah, put some fucking honey s- and yeah, shit on yeah. them. Cinnamon. We got a couple uh, sound. Yeah, of- bro, <laughs> I, haven't eaten, I haven't eaten. It's today. lunchtime, bro. We got, we got a couple sound effects from Blaster. I'm gonna play a few of them here. Uh, we got this one. Uh, this is another uh, Biden fumble. I'll need an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> what? Did he sound like me. That's some shit I would say. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas. With- <laughs> dude, that dude is funny. Um, <laughs> we got uh, restless leg. So I have like a like a very restless leg. So like I- <laughs> that was from last week. Uh, we got a good, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's um, and we'll do two more spider cuz suck my fucking dick, Batman. <laughs> Batman, dude, why Spider Man beef with Batman? And then we have uh, water in a pot, and you yeah. put water in a pot, it becomes the- a <laughs> oh boy. Okay, <laughs> so this is from uh, Dave. He said, Hey, gentlemen, I know this is long. Sorry, it's not at all. At all. We've seen um, longer, bruh. He said, uh, Bobby, great show last week. I have been checking out videos on Patreon. Good stuff. Well, welcome, sir. Uh, glad you're enjoying it. Joe, sorry we missed you last show. I guess it was past your bedtime. Uh, he was a- uh, COVID. Had COVID. Um, Chris, bless your heart. I didn't want to spread it. Yep. That <laughs> he, covers all the bases. He said, just kidding. You're good people. Keep making gold, guys. Awesome. Thank Thanks. Um, Here's a long one. This is a long one from the Shane. The funny thing is, like, you motherfuckers... Well, Bobby is the one with a fucking 7 o'clock bedtime. Yeah, I'm the one that usually goes to bed. I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night. I was like... <laughs> I usually <laughs> sleep at, at like, sometime between 1 and 3 a.m. Look at you. I go any time between 10 and ten and 1 for me. Um, happy Saturday, Ragers. Um... Last few episodes got his wheels turning about some shit. First, Bobby, I remember a while back you mentioned how when riding in the car, you guys never really played kids' music and it always been adult music with the kids. Me and the wife have taken that same approach with our daughters. And as it stands right now, her three favorite songs are Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, Keep On Loving You by Ario Speedwagon, mm, and nice. Good as Hell by Lizzo. I know not the uh, Good as Hell by Lizzo is about every meal she's ever. Oh, that was an awful, awful joke on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know not the greatest of choices, but it beats having to listen. 
listened to Let It Go 1,248 times. Um, quick question. Do your kids gravitate towards any songs as their favorites as they get more exposed to different music? Um, so Jaina likes like a lot of like Billie Eilish uh, Halsey stuff like that, like this alternative esque, and I, I, I like a lot of that Makes shit sense. too. Just like that that age group, right? Yeah. Now Selena, she loves that. Um, she loves like pop music. Like, um, what's that song? Like, uh, uh, go bonanza, shake your body like a belly dancer. Hey, what's that sound? They wanna know what's going down. She like that's her vibe. Like top. 40 is her vibe. Nice. And then the baby is all over the fucking place. She has a little uh, Alexa speaker. It could, it could be playing Let It Go. You know, it could certainly be playing Let It Go. It could also be playing 44 Bulldogs from Pop Smoke. It's another one that ends <laughs> up on there pretty often. Um, Michael Jackson's uh, Leave Me Alone ends up on there pretty often. Hmm. Like, you just never know with her. She's all over the map. My kids are... I don't, I don't know. I mean... Probably mostly anime shit, to be honest. Like, I don't. Yeah. And Ken, Kennedy likes Kennedy likes some strange stuff. Like, there's a Yellow Wolf song she really likes. He likes some Eminem songs. Um, and Mason Mason's all over the place. Um, he 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 listens to a lot of like, I don't know which you want to call it, like or two thousands, like like uh, Three Days Grace and shit oh, like that. Okay, yeah. like, kind of like alternative rock, generation. early two yeah, thousands. Kind of, yeah, rock. He, he likes a lot of shit like that. Young for that stuff. Um, well, I mean, I exposed you know I, same thing. I, I you know I tried I tried to keep the the edge as as I think Laura says to you often, and I get a, a lot of humor. I try to keep the body count low. Yeah. But you know, I'd listen to I'd listen to some rock music and stuff with them in the car, and 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 you know, he's got a pretty diverse. But he also listens to fucking anime music in Japanese. It's a pop, bro. Yeah, it's a pop. No, I'm the. Oh, uh, the BTS boys are getting some heat this week. Why? Uh, being racist. Oh, I mean, it's the Korean, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that not surprising? <laughs> Do you know how racist Asian people are in general? Towards yeah. other Asian and in general. Everyone. And, and in it's general. Like, it's like stereotypically, it's, you know, there's a lot of other groups of people that feel that way about like all, everybody that's not them. And it makes yeah. a lot more sense than in America. Like, I not excuse it, but like, I understand it. Like, when you come from a place where everyone's your people, Right, mm-hmm. it makes more sense. Like it, it can, never made you, as much sense to me in America because, you, like, I think you can play that both ways. But I, I see your point. But I think you can play it both ways, where you could say, you know, coming from a place where you have to get along with all these, you start to hate different types mm-hmm. of people. You know, like. But I also think that exposure is the number one thing that makes yeah. you not hate people. So I yeah. see, I see both ways. I see both ways. Um, secondly, the whole ass wiping conversation has gotten out of hand. <laughs> We'll never let it go. It's infiltrated my circle of friends now, and we had a full-blown debate and conversation about this the other night. I learned about things uh, from them that night that I can never unlearn or unhear. Out of five other couples in the house that night, three of the other guys were standing front-to-back wipers. Um, myself and two other guys are crumpling leaners. Uh, all of the women were leaners, but were split 3-3 three, three on uh, the crumpled versus wipe situation. Uh, all parties did agree, though, on a front-to-back technique for wiping, which is funny because I'm, I'm back to front. I, I do both. Such a shit show, he says. Uh, fair, uh, fair. I, the, the crumple versus fold really, to me, depends on the paper itself. One last thing, he included his, uh, his baby in the car. Good Power Rangers! <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line, man. <laughs> Look, they can listen to whatever they want. but <laughs> So like the one-ply bullshit that's awesome, but Mr. you get at a Costco or whatever, like that's a crumple. Like you, how, how many fucking sheets are you going to fold? You just fucking... 
yank it and yeah. as much as you can and you crumple them in the ball <laughs> but you got those like triple layer Charmin fucking like pillow shit like mm. you just need to fold two sheets together and you're good to go my fingers keep slipping I'm trying to grip that ass so here's another one and I'm trying to get this under before before you gotta go Chris this is 2D beats 3D um, what are some positions women that, yeah what are some positions that are great when watching porn but suck when you try for real reason I ask this is because my girl and I were going at it the other day at a certain point we did reverse cowgirl right and bro I swear she was slamming her ass on me like she was nailing a hammer onto a board Sounds and you think that shit is hot and you know what maybe my younger self would have said so but nah dog this shit really hurt and I <laughs> I do feel like a bitch about it. I was like, hey, easy, Bob the Builder. This shit kind of hurts. And when I said that, I feel like my lady had the spirit of Robert D or something because her laugh mid-slam sounded exactly like it. Shit was wild. I'm just curious on y'all's thoughts on the matter. That's all I got. Love the content and love what y'all do. Stay safe. Take care. Um, Anything in water was only good as, as watching sex. In, oh, dude, as ironic. A- <laughs> like like as a kid without much experience and just watching porn and watching people have sex in the pool and the shower ever, yeah, it's awful it does not fucking work in real life so, it's awful because uh, dilution is the solution to pollution and that's why it's oh a, wow that's yeah. a great way to put that yeah uh, and sex on a beach sand oh no yeah. no 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 sand. listen Anakin I'm good yeah, sand everywhere shit. I'm good um, I also like um Joe, one of your favorite films, you remember Casino when he when Joe when Joe when Joe Pesci is um is smashing Shara Stone from the side. Yeah, like my wife loves that position, mm-hmm. and uh, looking at it when I was a kid, seeing it, I was like, oh, I'll probably you know give it a go. Um, I have a very hard time reaching climax on my side. Really, me too. Same. Yeah. See, there I, you go. I don't. Yeah. yeah, interesting. How you like that? Um, it's actually one of my tricks when I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna come to bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got, hey, switch it aside. Let's do that thing we both love. <laughs> let, me get, let, me get, let me use the extended clip on this one. <laughs> um. So uh, Joshua G writes back and says, is it possible you guys are confusing a toaster oven with a countertop pizza snack oven? I have the pizza (laughs) oven and it's excellent for pizzas and frozen snacks. Just thought this could be what's going on. But I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's the top one. Everybody's thinking about the top one. Like you open the door down. There's a little thing. It's a mini oven. It's what it is. Um, (laughs) It's a toaster with a big slot. Uh, Caleb, uh, Kay, um, I feel bad. I don't know what I did. I haven't listened back to last week's show, but Caleb just wrote it and said, RIP to Casey's chain. Hope he gets it back, dude. RIP. God bless the dead to get his chain. Uh, oh, his, uh, yeah, his niece stole his, his chain. Stole his oh, chain. sold it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, hope he gets it back again. Sorry for the long email. No, no apologies. We were just, we were just going, we, we had too many people here. We should, we should have just not done questions yeah. or something, but you know, you know, hindsight's bloody 2020, Joe. You know what I mean? Um, and then of course we'll end on Paul C. So to speak. Hello, yellow. He said, before my question, I just wanted to share what I found to be the best way to heat up leftover pizza. <laughs> well, second best. The best way is to just eat it all like a man, so to speak. This is true. Hey, yeah. I do enjoy room temperature pizza like everyone else, but I've tried all the other techniques, microwave with a glass of water, toaster oven, uh, air fryer. My favorite way is to throw the slice into a panini press. 
Yep. That way I've you get the too. crust to crisp up again and you get the cheese and toppings to uh, to caramelize. It's fucking great. You can also use a George Foreman if you don't have a panini press, but it's not quite as good because of how it's designed. Also, be careful not to grill your foot. Yep. Yep. I was about to bring that up. It's 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 a real, real problem. Any, anyway, my question, what is something beloved from your youth or just early in your life that you haven't revisited out of fear that it won't hold up and you don't want to taint the memory? Are you able to watch, play, read something that no longer holds up but still revere it how you did? Uh, back in the day always love the NRR special guests are there any of them coming to Skullfest uh, yes yes they are some of them poor bastards uh, Gomez will be here Chucky e. O will be here um, and uh, E.T. may be here as well. nice yeah. uh, Casey will be out of town I'm trying to think if there's anything I just haven't revisited out of fear we revisit stuff that aren't good like He-Man yeah we revisited like- stuff that we shouldn't have in yeah. hindsight yeah yeah uh, I always have like these best, like, ah, I'll be fine. And I'll be like, I'm never watching that shit again. <laughs> fuck that dumbass show. And fuck myself for ever liking it. Um, so I have two I have two sayings. One is never meet your heroes uh-huh. and never try to relive your memories. Yeah. Because it's almost always going to be disappointing in both cases. But I'll tell you, there's a, to answer the second part, like there's a lot of stuff that I do go back that I'm like, man, I love this. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not great as it was, but I, I still love it. Like, and I'll, I'll give you the one that pops in my head. Never ending story. Whenever I go back to the never-ending story, it still feels just as good as it always felt. And to be fair, there's very few movies that I put in that category. Episode four from Star Wars, never-ending story, and fucking um, Transformers 86 movie. Like, they always feel the exact same to me when I go back to them. Bobby, I had something come across my my, uh, feed the other day, and I thought of you, and and I should have pinged you immediately. Um, I have a friend named Paige who's involved in the Mezco community, and he does a review, like, basically like a Mezco Weekly he'll do. And he referenced Flight of Dragons and no said how much he loved it. Shit. Yeah, uh, too bad he's not involved in the fucking Cystic Legions community. I could have, it could have been a sign. Oh, man, never know, never Dude, know. My fingers are crossed. And I think that they could, like, I don't know. Could you tell your people to get in touch with me? I think that they would go for both crowds. You know, they'd get all their normal crowd. My they'd get all your normal crowd, and then they could also get me. You know, that's right. That's the that's they're the important silly part. looking. They're not like cool dragons. Ah, uh, cool is subjective. <laughs> What if I put sunglasses on? That's that's all you need. <laughs> yes, Bobby's go-to move. That's all you need. Um, with that, thank you everybody that sent questions. Apologies to anybody who I may offended last week with questions. Once again, I was just in a vibe, having a good time, um, and uh, I talk a lot of shit. Uh, but I also get a lot of shit talked back to me, and I'm still holding up fairly well. So far, um, so good. So far, so good. Um, and also shout out to everybody who's part of the cool table as far as I'm concerned if you listen to this podcast and have one of your own or don't you're part of the cool table as well and shout out to the rest of the Nerd Rage team oh speaking of which uh oh let's do thought of the week that's right um, oh shit yes so uh, as Phil as Phil said anything, I haven't seen anything he hasn't said anything to me so thought of the week this week is um, there's a, a young anime girl. She's got little elf ears. Look out. Um, and, there's hands on and, her hips. And there's hands on her hips that are coming up from the bottom that, uh-huh. aren't, that aren't her hands. And uh, Phil's response, whoever has those hands is lucky. Oh, look out. <laughs> Uh, there great, you go. Great work, Phil. The thought provoker. Shout out to the thought <laughs> to, the, to the thought provoker who uh, handles our uh, our uh, Twitter and also provides our notes and also provides our thought of the week. And also shout out to Dante who helps with Facebook and to Raul who runs Instagram and Ricky Tiki Timber who does the videos and anybody else who may help behind the scenes. And with that, Flappalabius, Chase, Detaint, Tight Dick Player.